Greetings, friends. Hope this finds you well. Welcome to Dudes of Beers Podcast, episode 23. 23. I am Joseph, and joining me are my co-host, Matthew. Hello. And Daron. Cheers. The live video broadcast is being streamed to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch pages. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. The audio version of our podcast can be found on Apple, Google, Spotify, or any other major podcast platform by searching for Dudes with Beards Podcast. Please visit dwbshow.com for all our social media links. On today's show, we will be talking about Nicola's fuel cell developer lead is out. AirPods 3 design leak. Global computer chip shortage. GM Altium battery tech update. End of joint effort for RCS Texting, I had to Google that to remember what that stood for, by the way. <laughs> and Microsoft buys speech recognition firm Nuance. Is that Dragon? I believe so, yeah. 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 Which I didn't know some of the stuff they were doing. Yeah, cool. it is pretty cool. Yeah. How are you guys on this fine Friday in April? Pretty good. Pretty great. Yep. Better than I deserve. Better than okay. I deserve. Okay, Dave. How, okay, Dave. <laughs> Any exciting news, guys, since uh, our last podcast two weeks ago? Anything on my end? No? Yes? You look at me like that? I don't know if it's exciting, but I think what you did with your cars this week is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, That's that's a uh, a step in direction to get the Model Y. Yeah. Um, Well, if there's nothing super exciting, I mean, no, no super exciting news as far as podcasts or anything. We can talk about what we've been up to since the last podcast. So um, I think I've mentioned it uh, roughly, briefly, I don't know, to some extent a couple of times. But uh, we had our, our we had a couple of vehicles that were coming up for lease, um, the end of the lease, rather, in June. Because we're not going to lease another vehicle from the same dealership, we would have had to pay a lease termination fee. So it would have been like, I don't know, it was like almost, I think it was 900 bucks, like 450 bucks a piece. It was the lease termination fee. Yeah, that was in the lease. It's in the contract. You know, oh. It wasn't a surprise or anything. But, gotcha. you know, most people probably get another one. And then, you know, as a loyalty thing, they don't charge you, mm. you know, that that fee. But because we're, you know, going to go um, the EV route, uh, we decided we're just going to turn them back in. Well, so I started looking around and digging. I'm like, I wonder if there's any place out there that will buy out the leases. Or maybe give me a better trade-in, you know, towards another car or something like that, uh, just so maybe I can break even. And so I, I checked a couple of places and ended up going with Carvana.com. Um, so my truck had super low mileage on it, only had 18,000 miles, you know, three-year, for, th- for a three-year uh, old truck. Um, her car was right around 30, just over 30. So, so you know, we did a 12,000 12, miles a year on each of them. So they were both under the, the mileage for sure. Um, so we ended up getting some money um so they bought out both leases handed us a check for each one um our address for whatever reason wasn't in their system i think maybe because it's a newer subdivision or whatever but you would think if it's in google maps at this point that it should be in everything but for whatever reason it wasn't so we had to meet them up the street at the local grocery store in the parking lot you know about 15 minutes the whole transaction that's crazy they give you um like three pages with, with highlighted signatures, one of them's the power of attorney so that they can get the title transferred over. Another one's like uh, the saying, you haven't messed with the odometer, you know, and, and, yeah, and it's a, the real odometer reading. And I think the other two were just the uh, what you were receiving from them as part of the buyout. So 
And I think two copies of that, you got one of them. They kept the other. So really only three pieces of paper. They do a quick walk around, um, drive it around the parking lot, make sure it works. Um, and then they put a lockbox on it. They schedule and have one of their flatbeds come and pick it up. And they go to the next one. That's crazy. So it's like, I mean, we spent like two days like detailing and cleaning them out and everything. I just personally, I don't want to, I'm not going to give someone something that's dirty. Oh, yeah. I want to give it to whoever's going to get it, which they're probably going to have it detailed and, and anything anyway. But I was just treating it like if I was going to sell it to you or you, how I would want to receive it. So yeah. just, you know, had to get all my crap out of them anyway. So um, just clean them up and everything uh, in the process. But um, so just, you know, it's been a couple, like a good day and a half just getting everything out of them, cleaning them up, washing them and all that stuff. So it was very easy process. Like anybody that's bought a car, leased a car, went through that process at all, you know, it's, it's can be painful. Yeah. You're there all day sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I've never sold, um, one that I've never really, I mean, I've traded in a car to get a new one, but never really sold one, I guess, outright, I guess, hmm. not in a long, long time. But yeah, if you're looking to sell something or end your lease, maybe a month or two early. I mean, I guess it's, if, depending on how the mileage and the condition, I probably could have ended it six months ago and I still would have made money on yeah. it because of the low mileage. Yeah. Well, yeah. when I when I did my uh, Subaru, when I turned it back in, uh, I didn't release with Subaru. I got my F-150 and uh, <clears throat> I was ready to pay that, you know, five, four or $500. And I took it up there and they were like, all right, thank you. They went out and looked at it, looked how low the miles were. Yeah. They were like, okay, see you later. Didn't even charge me, so. Mm. Yeah, I had like a little two-inch dent at the top of my tailgate where I had lowered it and then it hit something. I don't know, probably like the gorilla card or something. But I put it in the, you know, when you put it in there, you put in your VIN and your mileage and everything. You, you know, they ask you, has it been in any accidents? Are there any outstanding repairs? Is there anything that doesn't work? You know, um, and then it says, you know, are there is there any other issues? And I put on there, you know, like surface scratches normal wear and tear or and then I put the you know that small dent in the tailgate and they don't care. They asked for they asked for a picture of all four sides. Um her car for some reason uh, because it had had been in an accident which wasn't our fault. Um they had asked for uh pictures of all four sides and close-ups of the area the front because they had replaced the bumper and then and the one headlight assembly. So I gave them a couple extra pictures for that but it was a pretty seamless process. Yeah. Very I've impressed. heard I've heard really good things about that Carvana. I've had a co- I've had a fr- I had a friend buy an i three. Oh okay. Uh, it's been three three two three years. Um, he bought a used i three from them and it dropped off at his house and um, he said it was a great process. But I never really thought about it since then. And um, so yeah, so we're uh, my the vehicle my son was driving was a uh, uh, an older Prius that I had twenty sixteen Prius. So. Me and my wife are just going to share that. Um, I work from home just about all the time still because of COVID. So until I need a vehicle, you know, on a daily basis or until it's just too painful for me to not to have one. So, <laughs> you know, something comes so up where I need next, to be going somewhere every day. Who knows? Um, yeah, I'll probably – I'm looking at the Y. Um, you know, we haven't went and test drove, test drove one, but my son just got his, his Model 3 a month ago now because um, it was – it was two weeks, the last podcast, so in a month. Um, got the charger installed. Everything's working. He loves it. He got the uh, Santa Range Plus, um, so the 75-kilowatt-hour battery pack. 
Um, he did drive it up north, uh, and use, he used the supercharger up in uh, up north. He used one of the superchargers up north of uh, Columbus, and um, it was charging uh, like uh, it was the level two. So it was it was. I think he went got eighty percent charge in like fifteen minutes or whatever. Wow! That's crazy. Yeah, and he got a he got a free thousand miles of supercharging. I think from because uh, he used Rob's referral code from when he bought his Y. So. Use them up before they expire. Yeah. I think Rob said it's like, I think he said they expire. He was like either three months or six months or I don't think, I remember what it was exactly. But if we get a Y, I'll use Joey's referral code so then he'll get another thousand. Because he'll, he, I mean, he goes up and visits his fiance randomly maybe once a month. And it's about 110 miles. Oh, wow. One way. Um, so he's probably the only one that would actually use them. Hmm. Um, I don't think I would, I don't have any plans of using them anytime soon or needing to be able to use them. So. I don't know when exactly, so I, I keep I check every every uh, week or so. I'll check the Model Y site just to see what the estimated delivery time is. It was like eight to it was like four to six, then it went to eight to twelve. Now it's back to five to nine. So it's like I don't think unless it gets to where it's like consistently like eight to twelve or more than twelve, I'm not going to worry about it. If it if it stays where it keeps getting longer and longer at some point, and it looks like it's not going to come back down. Then I might consider going ahead and just doing the reservation or whatever but we'll see i don't want to get any any sooner than i need to nice i don't know it'd be hard for me if i was able to get rid of the explorer and the edge and yeah you know be in this situation how long could i hold out i got a model one? probably the biggest thing keeping me is from from going ahead and doing it is you know what's better than a tesla no no payment no car payment and no insurance payment on that, on another car right now. So, um, yeah. yeah, I've not had a car payment on my Edge since well, yeah, yeah, you've July had yours for a while, right? Twenty, and then we just paid off the Explorer uh, this past January or February. So, yeah, and that's another it's, thing too. It's is nice. I don't think I want to lease again. Yeah, I think I don't think I don't think I do. I think I do. if we get it, we'll just buy it. We'll, we'll finance it. Um, this depends on the timing and how much I'm able to put down. So we'll see. There's, I'm just always worried because if you do lease it, and if it is, you know, I mean, if it's in a wreck, it ain't going to matter anyway. It's going to lower the value. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, Joey's had his Model 3 for a month and already got a couple, like, uh, paint chips in it from just rocks and things coming up on it. And, you know, I want to be able to put, like, paint protection film and maybe do other stuff, like, tinted win- you know, maybe tint the front windows to match and some of the other things that people do. Wide te- body kit. Lower it, rooms. but technically, if you lease a vehicle, you're not allowed to do any of that stuff. Like, they, they you're not even supposed to. I mean, not, I don't think they're going to care if you put paint protecting film on it because yeah. it's just going to help it. But I don't care. They don't care if you put tint the windows either. So, yeah. but I mean, like, well, and you were talking about if I got the long range doing that, you can get the uh, boost, the performance boost for yep. two, it was like two k. Yep. You get the five second or point five seconds, I think, whatever. Um, and who knows what else they may do down the road. So. You know, I'm, I don't want to do that if it's a lease because you're not going to get that money back. So. Yeah, well, I get it for sure. And the biggest thing for me is the long range has the all all season tires, the good yep. years, and the performance has those uh, summer twenty ones. Yeah, they're they're you know they're not going to be good for rain and snow and be okay like in the that. rain. They're not going to do good in snow at all. They're not yeah. siped enough. And you made a good point too about the potholes and just the road conditions around where we live and. Yeah. How rough they can be, and having a, a larger tire or a larger rim and a, a smaller tire, skinny sidewall. 
that, yeah. And I've seen a couple of YouTube videos of people commenting on that, that it's a little bit rougher ride too. So I think I'll just get, you know, I want to get the 20 inch, the turbines. Um, I'll probably just go with a long range and I'm thinking I'm going to get the tow hitch. That way, if I need to borrow Darren's trailer, go get some plywood or something, I can still do that. Plywood? Are you Pl a millionaire or something? Plywood yeah. or, what? you know, some shiplap. Oh, my you know, god! You never know when you're going to need some shiplap. Jeez. That's, that's what I would do is I would make my own shiplap out of the plywood because I can't afford to buy the regular <laughs> shiplap. I'd, I'd just drive around and buy a bunch of pallets and then run them through the planer. It'd be a lot cheaper. That's what I, I was just, you know, buy like the, well, also because my baseboard trim and stuff is, is only half an inch. You know, I, if I, I make, I would get like the quarter inch plywood just to make it to where it wasn't so thick and wouldn't look too weird mm. against it, I guess. But that's another project for another day. I'm not doing anything like that right now. How about you guys? Who you been up to? I know what Darren's been up to in the last two weeks. Anything special? Nope. Same old, same old, just the way I like it. Except for my daughter getting ran over by a golf cart yeah. the other night. <laughs> so she was trying to get on it? Yeah. She decided to play a little daredevil. She apparently worked herself up to to getting on it, jumping mm -hmm. on it at a higher speed. As I said, how many oh. times did you try to do this before this happened? She so goes, this well, was a progressive It was thing. like going just a little bit. But this time it was going a lot like this. And then she decided to go faster and... So I have a video of it actually, and yeah, she like tried to jump on, and I thought she had it. I don't know what happened, but I guess she lost her grip and fell back oh. off the side, and then you just see the golf cart bloop, bloop, over her right ankle, and oh, she gets up screaming bloody murder, and it running was okay. to the house. Her ankle was okay. We took her to get X-rayed. There was no oh wow no fractures or anything. Kids are resilient. Yeah, they are very resilient. She's, this was uh, Wednesday night at. Uh, six or seven i think mm -hmm. and she's fine today just fine nothing wrong that's good so yeah that would be that would have sucked being in a cast all summer or a boot or anything like that yeah, mm -hmm. yeah you would have thought she was just broken into a million pieces when she ran to the house screaming she opened that, that door scary. Just screaming the high that crazy high-pitched painful scream apparently all little kids do and oh my I mean, that would have been super. I mean, super scary. I mean, the shout just, out to uh, Children's Urgent Care, man. They were swift with it, and everyone was so nice. It was nice, to, a nice to, experience. Till you get that bill, yeah. Whatever. Then and then you have to call them, be like, um, "This is unacceptable." And then they're like, "Oh, well, you live in our servicing area, so if you fill out this paperwork, we'll drop it by half." Because that's what happened to me at that same children's. All right, I'll call you when I get the bill so we can, we can go over the game plan <laughs> okay. to drop it by half. I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. I believe you. Crazy. It was like we, we took him there because he had a had inner ear infection or something, and he just was acting very weird and took him to urgent care there because I didn't want to take him to a regular urgent care. Yeah. We got the bill, and it was like $1,100. Yeah, sir. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> It wasn't the ER. It was just no. It was, it was the actual urgent care that's right in there. the hospital. Yeah, and it was eleven hundred dollars. Because that's they, usually like an ER visit, right yeah. there. But well, crazy. that's why I, would, I didn't want to go to the ER because if yeah, if if the way my insurance is, if you're not really sick, sick, yeah, then you have to pay that full amount. Yep. 
And then I get $1,100 bill and I'm like, uh, no. Yeah. So I called and I said, this is unacceptable. And they're like, oh, well, what's your address? You have my address. <laughs> you have my social. You have all my information. You should know where I live. You should charge me by that. No, they just want people that just pay the bill. Yeah, that's really questioning. And then the people that question it, well, I'm going to pay for it all right now. What's going to be the charge? Well, if you fill out this, it'll drop it by about half and end up being like $380. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, That's a big difference. Yeah, I'll sign. I'll fill it out. Yeah. Send it my way. Yeah. Dang on. Darren, you've been busy the last two weeks. Talk about what you've been doing. I haven't done anything. I've been sitting on my butt watching watching TikToks. Wearing me and man out. <laughs> Dude, I get weird out. I don't know how you, can, I don't know how you get wore work out all day the and pictures. then go over there and do do. It's only three night. more hours. Yeah, it's true. And I'm drinking beer, so that beer. makes it better. Beer fairy. Yep, uh, beer fairy. I got there uh, yesterday, and she was like. Well, the beer fairy didn't make it to the store, so you'll have to drink the Little Kings in there. I was like, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not drinking after last night. After your margarita? My 46-ounce margarita. Is that what a, it, like a monster margarita? 46. Did you see the picture? Yeah, I saw the Did picture. Did you drink all that by yourself? Yes. Oh, my God. I mean, God. Elizabeth had like two or three little drinks out of Diabetes. it. but <laughs> Like, I got home. I mean, she drove home because there was no way oh, I was yeah, driving home. And, and... Uh, she put Arlo to bed. I think she put the dogs up. I'm I'm not too sure. But I remember laying in bed, and I had to throw my leg out. <laughs> <laughs> had to vent some of that heat off? No. Had to keep the roof from spinning. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. And it was on sale for $11, $10.99. That's all it was for that big old, I mean, the, the bowl. It was like a house, big old house. Yeah, it was like that big. I'm not. Pretty, it was like a. It was bigger than a fishbowl. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was huge. like a five gallon, five gallon round fishbowl. Forty ounce. It was like four, forty two ounce. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was four, a lot. It was forty two ounce. So there's probably four or five shots at least in there. Oh, easy, and th- and they make them pretty strong yeah. there, anyways. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so you've been working on your in-laws deck. Yes. You read it, you well, you pretty much rebuild it, redecked it, now right. you're putting the roof on it. How right. big was it? So the deck itself is a uh, 26 wide by 22. So it's it's, it's a pretty big deck. Looks super good. You did you shoot any video on it? Has so I've sh- I've shot a lot of video and then it got that nasty weather. Yeah, and right. I didn't get any video of doing the decking or anything like that. Uh, actually, I did a video yesterday saying, you know, been working on this project. We've had really bad weather. I couldn't get my camera gear out to shoot any of this. This is what we did. Kind of showed them that that uh, that new uh, fastening system. Oh, okay. Did you put? Did you upload that? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I, I'm still working on it. I gotcha. I was say I missed but, that one. I didn't see you upload anything. No, I haven't uploaded. I, I, I really need to start breaking down my projects into smaller, like all my projects are so like do a part a series, right? Do like a series of, of step-by-step. Yeah. And that way I can make them a little bit longer because trying to fit, uh, a heavy DIY video into 10, 11 minutes is really, yeah. really hard. Cause I mean, this is not your typical no, DIY, uh, uh, 
I mean, it's doable. You'd have to do a time lapse to get it to fit into ten minutes. Yeah. But, so. No. Yeah. You definitely should do a multi-part series of it. That's for sure. Yeah, I think I just I just get so focused on the the project that I don't want to take that little bit of time because I I mean I'm working on it three hours a day every day and then working all weekend on it like yep. eight eight or nine hours on each Saturday and Sunday and um, you know it's just you got to find time I mean hurt. I, I mow their backyard, and, and the backyard's, like, seriously, like, you, this tall. You didn't mow it yet? No, I'm going to mow it Sunday. I'm going to have to mow it, like, three or four times because it's going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully we don't get too much rain tomorrow and Sunday. And Is it supposed to rain tomorrow? Uh-huh. Is it? I thought it was pushed Unless out to, like, Tuesday. Did they change it? I don't know. I need to mow tomorrow, too, So or this weekend, so hopefully not. But mm. It's mowing season. Yeah. So... Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a big project. You, know, yep. you almost got it dried in though, to where at least uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, they can use it. It's just oh uh, yeah, you just got to finish the decking and put some uh, felt up there, right? Right, and that's as far as I can go. No rain. There's no rain. There's no rain in the forecast till next Saturday. Sweet. Sweet. They must have changed it because every day next week was supposed to be rainy. Mm. Cool. Yesterday, so. So what are we drinking, fellas? Uh, a little of this, a little of that. I got a Sam Adams. You get a wicked hazy. Wicked hazy. You got to say it right. Wicked hazy. It's wicked. Wicked it's hazy. Wicked, wicked hazy. I don't, I don't have like a very good Boston accent. Like a Boston. It's not bad. It's good. It's, uh, it's wicked hazy. Clocking in at six point eight percent. It's a juicy wicked New England IPA. It's a, It's not I, bad. I, I don't think they made that last year, did they? I don't know. I I seen that. I got it a couple weeks ago, and um, I don't think I'd seen that before. I, I think I checked it in. I don't think I checked it in before. So not it's bad. it's actually not. It's not bad. I mean, for being Sam Adams, it's see, not bad. All, all Sam Adams beer tastes like a penny to me. Yeah, that was I thought there was only a lot of bottles. No, all of it. Mm. What do you got, Jackie O's? Uh, Jackie O's under a cloud. That one's pretty good. It's got a little opossum on it. What was the ABV on that one? I don't know. Seven two. Uh, seven percent. Ah, oh, dang, it was close. And I've got a um, uh, a Voodoo Ranger. Juicy uh, IPA. Juicy? I think it's just a juicy IPA. Or was it Juicy Haze? Uh, juicy Haze IPA. It's pretty good. And then uh, Matt and Darren, they scored some... Bringing the bourbons. Was that a special one that you got when you were on vacation? No, nope. something... I just got this from someone online. What is that one? This is uh, Buffalo Trace, but it's a single barrel pick from Uptown Spirits. I don't know where that's at, but yeah, it's you know it's not the normal off-the-shelf Buffalo Trace. So limited, uh, uh, limited batch. Yep. So someone's gonna go to Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace is gonna bring out four or five, four or five barrels to this group of people, uh, and then the group is going to sample the barrels that are brought out to them, and the group decides, okay, we're gonna do barrel three, and then all of barrel three and only barrel three is bottled for that particular liquor store. So this, store is not, this is not a blend. This is a single barrel. So it's a one-off. Yeah. So you'll never. You'll never. Is it have, super expensive? When they, how, how many bottles do you get out of a barrel? Um, typically about two ten, but okay. sometimes a little less depending on how old the beer is. So if it's aged longer, you're going to get like one seventy. Huh? You said beer. we knew what Sorry, you meant. Bourbon. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's going to be less. It's pretty good. To be yield, but it's about two hundred. 
What are you got, Darren? Uh, it is uh, the rabbit hole. That's not one you got today, right? Uh, no, I've had this one. This was a uh, Cave Hill. Uh, it's actually pretty darn tasty, but I uh, completed my. They have four different ones, and I accidentally bought two of this one, so I brought it over so we could all drink it. Not that much was, of a pop. That was pitiful. I heard it a little bit. It was very pitiful. So what? What is um? Is that a? Is that a? Uh, what's so? There's four different ones. Yeah, this is a four grain small batch. Okay. Um, where are they? Are they Tennessee? Are uh, no, they're they're in Cherokee in Kentucky. I think they're right in Louisville. Dude, yeah. Where do they fit all these bourbon? Uh, there's a lot of places out out. I mean, think think about where I live. I mean, that's what most part of yeah. Kentucky is. So. Pass yeah. it down. Yes, sir. Take yeah. one down and pass it around. For you, sir. Gracias. Welcome, welcome. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Got that. What, good. what was the proof on that one, Matt? I think it just comes at a ninety. Yeah, Matt's uh, be right. giving me the lower proof stuff. So, the super burning stuff is burning stuff. Is still hard for me to to drink. Yeah. I'm still learning my. Just, still learning my. Still developing my palate. Ninety proof. Yeah, this one's at ninety-five. So, we'll take it up a little bit. So the, the last episode, we had the caribou, which only mm-hmm. was at 80. So I get a lot of caramel. Yeah, that one's good. It's it's like cool when it, when I first sip it. It's like cool, and then... You get that not, little warming in the yeah, back it's of the not, throat. That's really, it's not bad at all. Did you chew it? Not the first one. It's <laughs> yeah, good. Not bad. Good stuff. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Right. First up. It's good. Our first. I wish you would have told me that. I would have brought a regular bottle of Buffalo Trace. And we could have a little side by side because I forgot. I mean, I had a regular one. I mean, I wouldn't. I didn't know you want to do a side by side. It's just interesting. I mean, like that Eagle Rare single barrel I have, it tasted totally different than the other Eagle Rare. So very different. I'm still sad I opened that. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Why is Matt cut off? Let's get over, Matt. I'm right here, buddy. Oh, Hi, guys. No. I'm right here. That's weird. I didn't go nowhere. So our first article up for today is from thedrive.com. So this is talking about um, Nicola and their lead uh, hydrogen fuel cell developer. That's what it said it was. Left the company, and he actually went to another another EV startup, but it didn't mention which one it was. Um, and you know, we talked about them before, and uh, you know, because we not all of these EVs are going to make all these EV right. startups are going to make it. There's just too many of them, right? I think um, I don't know if it was in here, if it was in another article. I think it was in this one. The uh, yeah, they they had the Badger, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's gone, right? Gone. It's, it's discontinued. It never existed. It was just a, <laughs> yeah. a rendering. And and yeah. here's and here's the problem. It's 2021, people. You cannot lie to the media or to anybody and get away with it forever. And all these EVs keep doing this crap. And that's one of the reasons I posted this article is because in here, you know, it talks about all the all the marks they had against them. Mm-hmm. And they they have to deliver on at least one of these to even get any accreditation yeah. towards any and 
And I don't understand why these people, if you're going to come out say, here's our theory, or this is our, what our research is showing, but we're not there yet. Yeah. But these people are promising stuff. I mean, they freaking rolled the te- rolled that down a hill to show that they that's had a working lie. unit. So, so I think that's what it was saying. Um, the gist of the article is they're limiting their focus on the semi, right? And you know, getting that out to production so that they can actually make some revenue, right? Because I mean, you know, to get these investors to invest, you need to have a business plan. You need to have um, a, you know, a market strategy, you need, like, how are you going to compete? Like, and I think there's a lot of investors that are, that are wanting to get into the EV startups because of the success of Tesla. And they know that all of the big manufacturers have announced, have announced, uh, that they're going all EV in the next few years. So, you know, GM said what, 2025 Volkswagen. I mean, uh, I think Ford, I think they said 2030 for Ford yeah. or, or something, but, and I, I just, I think they're being very hopeful on those years yeah. because I don't think battery tech is to that point yet that, that we could, uh, or can they make enough or, yeah, or they, or they, or could they, I mean, something else has to do. And that's why that's one of the reasons I still like Nikola is because they're on the, the hydrogen, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if we could have that hydrogen and electric, yep. uh, I mean, then you open up the, the possibilities to a, a lot more. I mean, and, we just we just need some change. I mean, well, and it goes into um, you know they they were talking about how this they could rival Tesla in the beginning, right? And they're that based on the hydrogen fuel technology. <laughs> you know, then all the stuff from the Hindenburg research. Cause I think we covered that at the end of the year last year. Yep. They accused them of the the of fraud, basically saying what they were promising was vaporware and mm-hmm. as far as the badger goes that seems to be the case yeah um and you know let's not let's not uh put it all on them because there's been short sellers and people trying to um get hoping that tesla would fail for a long time because they wanted to short sell it and make money off the short sell right yeah and i'm sure there's similar ones out there to this so it's it's very easy to put misinformation out there and cause issues with these companies, especially when they're public and their 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 stock is traded publicly and things like that, which I don't which Nikola wasn't yet. But but when you have when you have one of the founders, which was last year, he uh, resigned. Mm-hmm. Um, now you have the lead the lead developer for the hydrogen fuel cell technology leave and go to another EV startup. Uh, GM backed out, mm-hmm. uh, which is what kind of killed the Badger. GM backed out of their investment because of all this stuff that was going on that uh, that Hindenburg, uh, the Hindenburg um, company, the Hindenburg research uh, firm uh, reported on. So it's they need something tangible, physical that they can actually prove and and show. Or yeah, they're not. Yeah, because when when you claim when you claim that you have a truck that can go nine hundred miles on a tank, yeah, on on a hydrogen fuel cell tank, right? right? Yes, I mean that is game changing. Because even the Tesla five hundred, right? Three hundred and five hundred, I think. Yeah, but 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 also it it also can charge like in fifteen minutes though. So yeah, because you're just basically yeah, it's almost like you're refilling a gas. Because those things are have those four different plugs in them if they still go that way 
I mean, until they actually have a bunch of them out, right? Who knows what it's going to be? So, so his name was Jesse Snyder, and he was their um, executive vice president uh, technology for hydrogen and fuel cells, according to his LinkedIn page. He was there for three years. Um, and, um, he now has registered an employment with another green transport startup. So I'll have to go out and check his LinkedIn. He must've yeah. put it on there. They're just not reporting. You know, uh, somebody, one, that guy that does all the tech, uh, stuff on TikTok, he actually, uh, said where he was going, but I cannot remember for the life of me where he went. Lordstown. See, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that here in a second because yeah. I know it's in another article, but. Lordstown was its own, and now they're kind of talking like it's GM. But Lordstown yeah. was its own, but I haven't seen... Because Lordstown was a former GM plant, wasn't right. it? Right. So, but now in the article we have coming up, they're, they're maybe part of GM now? Maybe investing. So, I don't, I've never seen anything that said, you know, GM invested in the Lordstown or yeah, whatever. I, I don't remember that either, yeah. Unless they were, Lordstown was leasing that plant from GM and they were like, well, we want some of your technology, blah, blah. We'll yeah. talk about it here in a second, but. Mm. Yeah. Cause that's, that's, here's what you were talking about, uh, Darren, or it says, uh, because they just announced something about, uh, the upcoming semi with a sleeper cab, hydrogen, uh, fuel cell powered, uh, semi truck, which claims a range of up to 900 miles, which with their track record, I don't, I'll believe that when I see it. Right. Um, and it says, which, which brings Nikola either on track to finally produce a real vehicle or just back on its, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> and it says, but how, uh, I mean, if you already had that much media against you, yeah, they're fighting an uphill battle. Uh, yeah, how would you? But why? Why would you go ahead and say, "Oh, well, we have this." It better be real. It, it better be real. I mean, yeah. because, I mean, I just don't see why somebody would 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 do that. Yeah, I hope it's not just to get the hype out. You know, because I, mean, I, I mean, like we talked about before. I mean, we you, we want as many of these EV startups to succeed as possible, so there's more competition because that's one of the problems we have now. You got. What four or five big car manufacturers, and that's it. So you know, it's it, the more we have on the EV front, the more competition. Hopefully, yeah. the better the prices will be. The technology will develop quicker. Um, the the push for the evolution of the technology will push as more get involved. I think. Yeah, I agree. You know. Yeah, but when will technology come to a standstill because of resources? Good point. Yeah, and I think we're we're kind of you know depending on certain things. And that, that's, that's another that's article. That leads into another too. article we have tonight. Yeah. But, but um, so going with this, the talking about nine hundred mile potential range, how far can a semi go now? A diesel, you know, semi four to five hundred. Four or five hundred. Well, it depends on. I mean, they some of them have saddle tanks, so they have a hundred and hundred. Okay. So that's 200 uh, gallons of diesel. At four miles of the gallon? So 800 miles? <laughs> who, who knows? I mean, it just yeah, depends. I, I figured you knew. Well, our, you know everything. our, our plow trucks that we have, Yeah. Uh, I have a 70-gallon tank, yeah. and I get three miles to a gallon so in three, it. Okay. Is that like fully loaded with salt? That's or? fully loaded with salt. I, I can usually, if it's unloaded and we're, we're just riding around for uh, – transporting asphalt or something that's not as heavy as salt because salt's, salt's really heavy. Uh, I can get about five out of it. 
What kind of diesels in that truck? Uh, mine. I think it has a big cat in it, and I can't remember. I, my truck has so. When we got those trucks, they were five trucks that were already built, and Obama's some some kind of thing. Is, through, like, was it the, the transport, uh, transportation? Yeah, and, it was something like that. We got yeah. those trucks through that program, and uh, those were already built. They really wasn't exactly how we wanted them, but it was a it was a really good deal for us. Yeah, because uh, we actually started leasing our plow trucks because you know my my plow truck has. Uh, like 13,000 miles on it, and it's six years old. Hmm. But that 13,000 miles is like 60,000 miles. Because it's, uh, yeah. Because it's in that salt, and it's in that nasty environment, and we can wash those trucks over and over and over, and a week later, you'll see salt growing. Because Hmm. it's just that. It's in it. (laughs) It's in it. It's everywhere. And, I mean, we have special salt neutralizers we put on it at the end of the season, and then we have a company come in called Crown, that actually has this oil-based, uh, it's basically it traps everything and kills the oxygen so the salt cannot reproduce. What? Yeah. Damn, that's cool. But after five years, your trucks are crap hmm. because, you know, you start getting into electrical wiring and yeah. parts start rotting out because, and and they're low-mile trucks, and that's what people don't understand. I mean, and, But they're purpose-built for they're that. But they're purpose-built for that. Mileage and doesn't really matter. You're, you're talking a $160,000 truck. Versus a semi that's made all highway miles. You right. could have several hundred thousand miles on them. Right. They well, millions. Still, yeah, and they could rebuild the engine. And so, so this... Go ahead. I was going to say, back to the whole 900-mile yeah. range. We now... Toyota now sells a special car only in, what, California and Hawaii or something? Yeah, the, the, the hydrogen. Cell. Yeah, yep. It, are they claiming a crazy uh, mileage on that I car, too? I don't think so, because... I think it's just based on tank size or bladder size or whatever they call the hydrogen fuel cell part that holds it because I think it needs to be special because it needs to be stable. You don't want that like, you know. Yeah, you know, (laughs) it's not something that you want splashing around or moving much. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. I remember seeing them post that, but I don't know what the – I never did see the mileage. Yeah, I don't remember being like blown away by – I think it was just, you know, you know it was, uh, it was what, about what you would expect from an ICE vehicle. I don't yeah. think it was yeah, anything but, more. But, so, but, so. but think about this, though. What comes out of the tailpipe yeah. on a hydrogen just water, yeah. is just water. So what comes out of the, I mean, that's, that's the, the difference. Yeah. It, it really doesn't matter on, on mileage because it's probably cross-comparable to gasoline okay. yeah. or diesel. Um, but... The green part of it is it's just all water that's coming back out. Yeah. Now, uh, a, probably 10 years ago, we had a council person that suggested because we have Duke plant right yeah, up from us natural that's gas. natural gas and converting all our trucks to natural gas because natural gas actually burns at a higher... Oh, way higher efficiency. Higher what, efficiency. Yeah, that video we watched said what? The ICE vehicles is only are only 70 or 70% of it, the energy is wasted. Wasted, yeah. yeah. So and natural gas is, I don't know what it is, but it's got to be better than that. Yeah. Closer to 50. Well, I mean, you're higher. talking almost like 115 octane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. True. So you're getting a better higher octane, so you're getting a better burn, which you're yeah. getting a better efficiency out of. So <laughs> being hydrogen semi yep. isn't part of the problem, the infrastructure for 
yeah. the hydrogen refueling stations. Yeah, I think it's just going to be like um, it is for EVs, which is getting better. Like, is, why are we not focused? Like, if we want to, yeah. why, are, why aren't people somehow potentially seeing, okay, we need to build these hydrogen yeah. fueling stations and somehow lease them out to companies to be able to use, like, is there no what? money to be made in that? It's expensive because it's new tech. Right. It's, it's you got to build it out. So unless a, a you know a, a Chevron or a BP or a Speedway or whatever. Yeah, but BP don't want to. I mean, yeah, any of those I mean, fuel fuel based. Once so there's gonna there's gonna be a tipping point that gets reached, I think, in the next year or two. Yeah. Where there's enough EVs or alternative fuel vehicles on the road, to where these these uh, oil companies have to start paying attention. I think they're paying attention. They're just, they're not in any hurry to start putting in chargers and hydrogen fuel cell stations or anything like that until they know the demand's high enough to where it's going to be, they're going to get their cost, their, their money. They're going to make their money back. But but to me, all these, you see these new, new filling stations being put in. Yeah. And you know where the future is going. So why not go ahead and, and I mean, every gas station has what above it? Yeah. A canopy. Well, I mean, not just the gas Go stations, but, I mean, I think there's – you probably see less gas stations being built nowadays, um, standalone gas stations, because what we see around here, and, and you guys probably notice this too, like every time they build a new Kroger, it's got a gas station. Right. So maybe it's not just going to be the gas stations. You, I mean, but the, I mean, they're buying that from somewhere. Did right? you I mean, see the Halon system on that new yeah. Kroger? Well, they're the one on seven forty sevens like crazy. that too. It's just all those pipes sticking down. Yeah, it's kind of it's ugly, but I guess that's. Or is new it, code. I wonder if it's Halon or it's a foam. I don't know. Probably foam. Halon wouldn't work outside. It needs to be a closed environment where they can suck is all it? the yeah because it sucks all the oxygen out. So it probably is it's foam. some kind of. Phone like they do in uh, hangers. What was that movie? Wasn't there a movie where they were trying to, the, with the they went like back in time. They saw themselves. Oh, that was um, the one with uh, Denzel's son. Yeah, the one that you said. Wasn't that, that Halon though? When like they talked yeah. about they had so much time to do Cause this. It sucks because they don't have. It sucks all the oxygen out of the room. Yeah. So the the fire the Sorry. fire can't burn. Yeah, squirrel. Well, squirrel. Yeah, what was it? <laughs> uh, now, uh, yeah, now I can't. We'll find it later. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, we say that all the time, but we that, never do. Yeah, so movie. back to this. So so that report, that Hindenburg um, report came out last year, and then shortly after that came out, their founder, Trevor Milton, resigned, and we covered this last year when that happened. And then since then, Milton has been accused of shady business dealings and also been accused of sexual misconduct from his family, oh. from people in his family. So, <laughs> I don't know if it's like his wife, I mean, ex-wife. Maybe he's trying or, to keep it in the family. Who knows? Um, but it also said uh, during the same period, uh, Nicola was accused of outsourcing the design of its one FCEV semi-truck, which is the one that was pictured, from the college portfolio of the Rimac stylist um, and trying to censor its critics by weaponizing YouTube takedowns shortly before canceling the real reveal of its Badger um, FCEV. So... Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's all kinds of bad for them. And then the Badger project got terminated, um, and its deposits refunded, um, because General Motors got cold feet and declined to take a stake in the startup after all. So they must've never actually gave them anything. Maybe that was just a promised thing or there was something that was in the works. And then, you know, it talks about the, you know, 
it's I don't know, man. I just don't think uh, unless they come out with that semi and show right. something pretty quick. Um, nope. Yeah, their I mean, days are numbered. And and it's sad too because the 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 thinking behind their their system is is really good. So I mean, and, and here's I, the I, here's the more important thing too is like these EV startups have a limited window because as soon as GM and Ford and um, everybody else starts releasing, mm-hmm. you know, all their EVs, people are just going to buy those. They already, they know, they trust them. They've used them for, for, they've known them their entire life. They've got brand loyalty. They're, they're not going to buy some, all, some, who, nobody's heard of Nikola before. Yeah, they're big enough to have their own financing, GM yeah. financing, you know, what, they're gonna they're gonna incentivize people to switch yep. to EVs. They're gonna make it worth their while. You know they're gonna be around for the servicing and everything else. Yeah, because they already have the service. And together. we've talked about that before. Like that's one of my fears of going with like, uh, um, with uh, not Nicola but uh, with Rivian. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know what's gonna be, if they're gonna, are they gonna be there in five years, and then are you gonna be stuck with this vehicle that you can't get parts for? can't get service for because there really isn't a third-party ev servicing industry yet there's barely one for tesla yeah, and they've I mean, been around since 2010 2011 yeah. the electrified garage yeah and but they are <laughs> they are certifying more and more third right. party because they know they're not going to be able to keep yeah, up with once, that demand it's just yeah. not going to happen what, what did that happen what like six months or so ago they actually started releasing and and doing tesla certified uh people that could work on them yeah like the what was it? It was ASC certified mechanics. You can right. have Tesla. Yeah. You can actually take a, a, a class up at uh, Bellertech. Well, Bellertech, and I think Sinclair has one because Kevin, uh, Kevin taught a class. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, we're going to need that, right? People are going to. Yeah, we're going to need They're going to. I mean, if GM says 2025, we're no longer making nothing but EVs. Well, I, I don't everybody's see that happening, gotta, though. But that's what they're promising. I, so I know, but I don't. I don't see. And you and it goes back to brand loyalty. Yeah. Uh, I don't want an electric Corvette. I mean, I do want it, but I there's something about the sound of a V8. But but we've seen them replicate that. True. True. If if they can get that replication, if they can get that feeling with the added benefits of the the instant torque and yeah. the, and you know on, no matter what speed you're going you, like it's going to come you've rode i, I a model 3 <laughs> i know you've not driven a model 3 that's a fast ev car right. like yes i understand the sound thing but that instant tor- like you can have the sound you give me 0 to 60 in 3. Point whatever seconds <laughs> i don't care cuz doing that with no sound is yeah. It's it's something else, man. Well, I don't, and I don't know. I mean, I'm, I've been at the racetrack pretty much my whole life. You yeah. know, I mean, I, that's that's what but that's, we did that, every weekend. That can be simulated. Was, I mean, right. we, we seen that one Model Three that was modified last year that we covered, yeah. where they put that sound. And, and now Tesla is actually putting the, a speaker in the front of the of their cars because they have to have that driving noise. I think that's a new. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's federal law, but a lot of states are requiring mm-hmm. it because EVs are so quiet. When you're driving down, like in a parking lot or something, you want to make sure people can hear it or they're, you know, does, they're, they're does Joey sound wearing. like a Jetsons car when he's yeah. backing up? Yeah. So when I heard that the, for the first time on like in person from Kevin, I was like, it's sweet, isn't what it? What in the it's world? It's like, 
<laughs> yeah, and it's totally it simulated. Like spaceship, it's, it's, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, but you can change the driving. Now, I, what I don't know, and I, I haven't had time to look this up, is that, and I was asked Joe and if, Joe if he messed with it, is uh, did, you, did your rings go off too? Uh, no, it was. Uh, my watch told me it was time to stand. Stand up. Sorry. Um, because you can change the driving noise. I don't know if the driving noise. Maybe Kevin knows. Is it only at uh, lower speeds that it does the driving noise? And like if you're on I the highway so. or mm-hmm. above a certain, because what is it? What good is it then? Right. Um. So, because you can change it to whatever you want. Mm. Like it's got a bunch. It's got like ten different sounds built in. Because one of them is the you know the coconut banging together for oh like the Monty God, Python. Monty Python. But you can add <laughs> you can add up to five custom ones for both the horn and or the driving sound. But I just don't know if it plays that only. At, I think it would make sense if it's only at like a twenty-five or below, because so, that way pedestrian stuff. Because yeah. yeah. if you're on a highway, but that, I mean, you but don't that need would that. suck also if you live in a neighborhood that's twenty-five and you have to <laughs> yeah. listen to that. Well, one of them a, is an ice cream truck. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I have to. We have to. We have to ask Kevin that. Is the driving sound only for certain? Uh, up to certain speeds, or yeah. or anybody that's watching right now. Yeah, or is it, it up or, or is it on all the time? I think it's only at lower speeds because that's when you would have pedestrians around. But um, having stuff like that, uh, and then we seen that modified uh, Tesla Model Three that they did last year, where they put the they actually put as before they Tesla was putting the speakers in there. Yeah, and it, what he had like a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. And other stuff in there. They so, had all kinds of different car sounds in with it. It was pretty cool. You make it sound like whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Topic number two is from BGR.com. So there was a leak for Apple's new AirPods 3 design. And the guy that leaks this, I mean, he's he's done this a lot. He's done us a lot. Yeah. Right. This guy is plugged into the supply chain somehow, and he's always getting this stuff. And he's pretty been pretty reliable. Um, it's jobs so on the other side of the grave, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's when you figure over in China, you know, there's probably oh gosh, maybe, yeah. I don't know if it's easier or who knows. This guy could be a government official. We don't know, but um, I mean, he's not. I don't think he's unless these places are paying him for this information, which I wouldn't think they would. Yeah. He's just doing it to do it. But <laughs> so this is a picture of what they think the next. No, um, they actually made them. Yeah, so they made a. They made them so. Somebody right. got this leaked design, design and, and maybe it was it was patent made information or something, yeah. and they made a, a, a mock-up of what they, you know, and they're saying this is probably what's going to be the next... Uh, I'm a little salty. <laughs> the next Air, uh, AirPods. Because that's just the AirPod that looks that nice. That's not the Pro. That's just the AirPod. It yeah, looks just like my Pro that a, I just bought. It doesn't have the but, tips on But hold on now. <laughs> They, the they said yeah. that the AirPod Pro, it's just going to be one line from all the insider stuff. So they're not going to have the two? Well, this says two still. Yeah. So the AirPod 3 is going to come with the regular snap-on that, that you can have, or it comes with the, the silicone tips to make it noise-canceling. That's not what this said. I know, but I'm talking about another article I saw. Yeah. Why didn't you share that one then? Yeah. Uh, because yeah. it was like three weeks ago. Because um, what they were saying was the <laughs> the AirPods three will be um, it's just a it's just a solid piece of plastic material. There there's no there's no rubber tips. And, Which is but, what but, the but, but they'll be they'll be the long they'll be the shorter stems right. with the with the with the shorter battery pack and and but they still won't have noise canceling right and then the airpods pro 
two is what they were calling them. Well, that's already. Uh, is there a two already? No, but the the AirPods that I have. Yeah, the second gen. I, no, I had I got them when they first you got have the first the gen Pro. pros. So they're saying these next version of the AirPod Pros, which they didn't have any renderings or anything of those, will still have, you know, the noise canceling, the probably the rubber tips. That's the justification for the price difference. Yeah. I mean, the noise canceling is awesome. Like mm-hmm. I've used it. Uh, unless um, you have first gen when they yeah, first came yeah. out, like I do, and that's right. Both of my speakers are blown, and I pretty much have to turn noise canceling off because. It, it just makes right. it even worse. And why don't you get them replaced for free? Will they? They still do. Yes, that? they will. He just. He I will. I will give them to you, okay. and you can drive down to Kenwood because <laughs> okay. I don't have time. Okay. To go to Kenwood, I will go drop them off after work. Okay. So let's do this. <laughs> so it says. Oh, they're at home. <laughs> so they're they're expected to launch the new AirPods this year because I think the original ones came out in 2016. Oh yeah, because I was so I was so. Well, they came off. out with a this. They came out with one since then, but that the, I think the original ones they said were. But still, that's it crazy. It was 2016. Then the pros came out in 2019. Right, and what they did and is the they released them. Twos or they whatever. released them with no information. They weren't dropping, and two months before that, I bought a brand new pair. You got the regular. Oh, yeah, the regular ones, and they didn't work. I I sold them to Taylor, your daughter, and because you wanted the noise because I wanted the noise canceling. I'm like, you know, Apple's always. Oh, look at us. Look at what we're going to do. And they just yeah. dropped this crazy hmm. it was, technology. It was, that was out of uh, character for them, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I yeah. was so still an says, Android uh, fanboy back yeah. then. I didn't me pay too. attention. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. This is all new to us. Uh, so it says um, they're, they'll launch two new AirPods this year. So it'll be, they saying, usually referred to as, and they don't really call them AirPods 2 or AirPods 1. They're just AirPods and then AirPods Pro, right? But they're just saying, like, so it'll be the third generation of the AirPods and then the second generations of the Pro. Um, Maybe they'll put a number on them. We just don't know. Uh, They'll probably be sold under the existing brands, of course. Um, And these don't get updated every year like the iPhone. It's something that's every other or maybe every third year. Uh, So it isn't likely they'll use a numbering scheme because it's not something they do. And it said, naming aside, there's no indication of when these will launch. Uh, September. Well, there's Joey said there's an event on Tuesday for yeah, but that's just for four twenty for MacBooks. That, that's for it the, is, is it? That's for the uh, MacBooks. The fourteen point five release or no. fifteen release? No, it's for the iPad Pro. Oh, okay. And oh. then, uh, and then a new iMac supposedly. Oh. And it says, naming aside, there's no indication mm. when they'll launch, but we've just received proof that Apple's working on a new pair of more, affor- more affordable wireless earbuds. I guess getting rid of the rubber tips, I guess that makes them cheaper. I don't know how, but, and it says... Those uh, things hurt my... Have you have you ever used just the regular... No. They're horrible. Yeah, I, I know. I know an um, uh, uh, I inclination mean, to, to try those. And it says, the, 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 so the twist here is counterfeiters in China have already gotten this hold of this leak or the design or what they think is going to be the next version um, before Apple's even announced or launched them. Hmm. I mean, no, even announced them because we haven't even haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. But it's believed to be accurate. And, it, you know, of course, this is nothing new. They've imitated iPods and iPhones and everything for years. But um, it says these knockoffs look so good that the, 
that buyers getting AirPods or AirPods Pro from unauthorized retailers might want to be extra careful to make sure you're not getting fake ones instead because they're they're that good. So here's a here's a picture of what those um, the renders look like. Um, so yeah, you can see. So these will be the just the regular version, not the Pro. Um, but but they did kind of redesign how the the earpiece is on oh, it a yeah. little bit. Absolutely, has yeah. a bigger bigger hole. Plus, it has that that top piece has that airflow, so that your ears don't have that weird sensation. Um, like if you wear the the one like the suction cup and uh, yeah effect that you get with you've uh, got that port on them right. Yeah, so here's the rendering of what the next generation will look like. They look good for being they, the base. They look like know. the pros without the rubber tips on right. them. Yeah. I mean, they've got the shorter see, stems, see, there the was, shorter uh, container. There was talks about they were only going to make one model. And then and then have you could have those style if you wanted them or clip on the rubber earpieces and that's if still, you wanted. Yeah, because we don't, hmm. I mean, they still, that still might be which, the case. Which that would, be, that would be awesome. Yeah, because it says that um, the rumors claim that Apple's adopting the Pro design for the upcoming AirPods 3 model. Uh, smaller stem, just like the Pro's. Charging case won't be as tall as the original. Uh, it'll be wider, just like the Pro case. And unlike the Pro's, the AirPods 3 will not have removable tips, and they won't support active noise cancellation, which, you know, that's the cost So, difference. So my only complaint between the original AirPods and the Pro's is I preferred the tap better than the squeeze oh yeah yeah i could see and, that and that was just because if i would have just had the pros the juice has got to be worth the squeeze right if i would have had the the pros first and the tap is a lot easier because you can just one finger it the the squeeze you got to do two yeah and it, it's just that little bit extra but it also keeps you from uh you know you know, you reach back and accidentally bump and skip your song or pause or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand why they did it, but I did like the tap, the, the tap better. Tappy tap, tap. And also like the, uh, you guys never experienced this on the iPhones, but they used to have the, when they did an update, please don't spill that in the roadcaster. When they did the update, uh, you used to be able to shake, shake the change to music. Oh, you and you just had like to, shake your head. You know, you shake, you shook your, you shook your oh. phone. So if you had it in your pocket, it would just randomly. It would just <laughs> just keep oh changing, and and they did away with that. That's good. So I'm not going to play the video, but the the link is in the show notes. Um, if you're watching on uh, YouTube or Facebook, um, and I'll update uh, Twitch with Jesus. How long has it been open? Um, uh, probably about a month. I'll update the. So if you want to watch, if you want to go to the link, you can watch this video. Gotta so this is shows them. This is the. This is the mock-up. This is the one that they. This is the fake one that somebody's already made, and they've already got like a case protector for it and everything. No. Pitiful. No pitiful. So if you go on there, you can watch this. Uh, this is from a, their Twitter. Account. And they show them, they pull them out, they show them, uh, put them back in the case and open the case. So it has such a sweet nose it, on it. It looks very scary, scarily similar to the real iPods, iPods, AirPods. So I'm sure just like with AirPods, but I, I've watched a number of how to like 
spot a fake AirPod Pro. Because yeah. when I was buying, getting ready to buy my Pros, I'm like, could I save a little bit of money and just buy some used ones off Facebook? They're everywhere on Facebook. So I watched a few YouTube videos on how to spot the fake Pros or uh, the Beats headphones, because Apple does the Beats headphones. Oh, pretty easy? No, no. It's no. like almost impossible to spot yeah. the two, especially if you're like, oh, it's sealed. Like I never opened this up. Yeah. Like the they they have the fake box so legit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so it easy to reproduce like stuff. In, impossible. Or if you have, you know, if they're open, like, oh, I used them, I didn't like them. Right. It's so hard to tell the fakes from the real one. It it blows my mind. So yeah, I'm not surprised that. These fake ones are looking so good. Yeah, and I guess it's Apple. I guess the, yeah, the best thing to do is just get them directly from Apple or go to the Apple. Apple, store. give oh, us, a, a give us, best buy. Or best buy. Give yeah. us colors. Give us colors. Costco. Hopefully, Costco's not selling the fake colored ones. colors for the. Uh, I want. The, I don't. What do you want? I want black ones. Ooh, I work outside. I work. Black. I work outside. Don't you My, think those will get hot. I don't care. My Man. white ones look. They look they look brown because I oh, work outside. Dirty. Even cleaning them, they're just they're just nasty. Yeah, that makes sense. I want I want a different color. I mean, if I someone just, has a good method for cleaning your dirty Apple AirPod Pros, can you send us your tips or send us the product so we I, can clean as dirty Pros? I would I would love to have some different earpieces too. I like my foam ones I got on Amazon. Oh, you, you got, got some? You got some? Yeah, they're nice. I might have to try that. I think yeah. they're pretty comfortable. Um, I mean, I I probably haven't used them nowhere near as much as you have. Oh, no. I use them. I mean, I've used them for a few conference calls. I use them when I'm on the grass or just doing if I'm out in the garage. I can't. Around. I can't wear both of them when I'm talking on the phone. Yeah. It 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 just I, I don't know. It just it messes yeah. with me. So what are we drinking again? What's this, uh, this, hole? this yeah. is Rabbit Hole, the Cave Hill. That's really good. It is That's a four-grain small smooth. batch. This is a family-owned company. Aren't they? Aren't Isn't this uh, a family-owned company? Uh, no, nah, it's not. not really. Sazerac, right? But, yes, but this is a family-owned. Uh, there's a the one of the guys I follow on TikTok. He his it's his family's thing, and he went through and he's showing. All the, it's, the, the they they have like looks a, nice. Uh, they have like a fifty foot tall still distiller yeah. still is there. The yeah. Hole? So where I guess they, where are they at? in Louisville? Oh, we gotta go there. Yeah. So um, they're supposed to be opening up soon. So it would be nice to have a, a go through. Mm. I know, and that's and that's a higher proof than the Buffalo Trace, and it's, it's five percent, five points, yeah. but either higher. My ma- either my mouth is numb. No, it's, no, it's, that, it's smooth. that smooth. Yeah, I don't get yeah. any. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, good. and I mean, the MSRP on this is thirty nine ninety nine. I think it is. Oh, or forty nine. I think it was forty nine. You said. I think that one's forty nine. Yeah, that one's forty nine. But still. Yeah, I mean, I'd, buy, I'd buy that all day long. Oh, that's good. And you could daily is, drink this. Is that I mean, uh, I, know, I don't know that I'm daily drinking that for fifty. Uh, it's ninety five. Oh, you said nine. Oh, yeah, it's that five one was ninety, higher. right? Yeah, yeah. it's just ninety. It's ninety-five. Sorry, forty-seven point five. But yeah, it's super, super smooth. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. So, well, the uh, it's a seventy percent corn, ten uh, percent malted wheat, ten uh, percent malted barley, and ten percent honey malted barley. Oh, it's the honey. never chilled. That's, yeah. 
as it should be. Maybe that's filter. the hunt. Maybe it's the honey that's getting making it so mellow. Something I don't know. It's it's really kind of crazy smooth. Well, this guy must be pretty popular because it's aged in handcrafted cask by Kevin Cooperage. Oh, huh. hmm. Kevin Cooperage. Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know that guy. Yeah, Kevin. That, that Good old Kevin. Kev. That one time. You know some Kevin's. Oh man, here we go. Our third article. Darren's a little the, salty uh, about this one. I am very salty about this. Yeah. So, from theguardian.com, and there's many other uh, places that have been reporting on this uh, lately. So, global shortage of computer chips. So, basically, there's a anything that requires a computer chip of any type. So, pretty um, much any product yeah. that, that has batteries. Yeah. Or there plugs is in. a. There is a unprecedented demand as well as, you know, everything got shut down for COVID, so then it had to get spun back up. But the demand for computing devices, iPads, laptops, desktops, wireless APs, APs uh, electric vehicles, um, anything that needs a computer chip, or in, in most cases, a lot of these things need more than one computer chip. Mm -hmm. um, they're just, they're not able to keep up with the demand. Even after opening back up and, and coming back online after COVID, there's a, there's just a global shortage. So if you're wondering why it's taking so long to get that NVIDIA 3080 video card or that Ubiquiti Unify wireless AC6. It's just called Wi-Fi 6. It's Wi-Fi yeah. 6. Uh, uh, because every, every two weeks when they come <laughs> in stock, I get an email 30 seconds later, I'm on their site. It's already gone. Thank yeah. you, bots. <laughs> um, if uh, So Apple actually delayed the iPhone 12 launch by two months because mm -hmm. of this. Um, and hmm. it, it's, so, you know, everybody working from home, there was no, the demand never stopped for electronics. If anything, Sorry, that was me. If anything, it increased because people wanted iPads and laptops and everything mm -hmm. else. Um, cause they're home all the time, right? You all know, the, or your kids are, your, cams kid, or... your kids are doing online school, so they need a device, you know, it's, it just went through the roof. Um, so consumers are facing price. So the prices are going up because there's shortages, uh, and anything from it, from TVs to mobile phones, to cars, to game console. So Xbox, the new Xbox X, Xbox Series X, the PlayStation five, new switch. that's going to come out. People were complaining because they like those things came out six months ago. Yeah, you still can't get them. Nope. Like you can't just walk into a Best Buy or a Walmart and buy a PlayStation Five or an Xbox Series X. You, you, you like you've got you've got to watch the websites and or go get in line before they open. And, and same with the Nv new Nvidia three thousand series graphics cards. It's all because of the chip shortage. So, yeah. Um, and they say it's being. Um, you know the chips are the brain of everything, right? You got to have the the chips to process all of this stuff. You know they they're not going to work without it. Some of them have more than one chip, like your cell phone, for example. It's got your you got your main processor, mm -hmm. so you got the A14 Bionic and the iPhone 12, but the 5G chipset also has a chip. The battery has a chip that regulates charging. Mm -hmm. Like there's more than one chip in in, in these devices, so. If they can't get any one of those chips, they can't make the device. Yeah. So 
that's that's the issue. Um, Can't you just go to a store and buy a bag of chips? <laughs> Initially, the problem that was, was my only, dad joke for right was now. only a temporary delay in supplies as factory shut down because of uh, coronavirus. However, although production is back to normal, a new surge in demand driven by changing habits fueled by the pandemic means it's now reaching a crisis point. Car manufacturers investing in heavy uh, tech-heavy electric vehicles. The boom in sales of TVs, people are home, they're you know, buying new TVs, 4K TVs, 8K TVs, whatever, uh, home computers, the launch of the new game consoles, all these 5G-enabled phones that just came out basically in the last six to, six to eight months mm-hmm. have all driven up the demand, demand because these are all new chips. They are new fabrications. They are new designs. There's not These aren't chips that existed a year ago or two years ago. Um, so they have to be made new. And... And it t- goes in and it talks about some of the biggest consumers of these chips. So they talk about Apple. Apple is uh, a $2 trillion company. That's crazy. $2 trillion. Um, and then they're the world's biggest buyer of semiconductors. They One, spend $58 billion a year in, in buying chips for the devices. So... Laptops, iPads, iPhones, <laughs> Apple TVs. That's crazy. Um, they had to, yeah. they, like I said, they had to delay the, the the launch of the iPhone 12 by two months because of the shortage. Um, you know, because the they're, the chips are in everything. Uh, so Neil Campling, a media and tech uh, tech analyst for Mirabad, uh, there is a perfect storm of supply and demand factors going on, but basically there is a new level of demand that can't be kept up with. Everyone is in crisis, and it's getting worse. So Ford recently canceled shifts at two of their car plants. That's crazy. And they said their profits would be affected by $2.5 billion this year because they can't get the chips to put in these cars. Nissan is idling output at their plants in Mexico and U.S. General Motors said it could face up to a $2 billion profit hit as well. Uh, last month, Sony, along with other console makers, so the like Microsoft with the Xbox, they've struggled to keep up with uh, the stock because they can't get the chips. Um, they said they're not going to hit their sales targets for the PS5 this year because of the the semiconductor supply issue. Microsoft said it forecasts their the supply issues continuing at least until the second half of this year. That's crazy. Probably longer, depending oh, on the yeah. device. Yep. And it says um, the most telling example of the crisis has come from Samsung. So Samsung is the world's second largest buyer of chips for its products after Apple. So they make, you know, their phones, tablets. Earlier this week, the company said it might have to postpone the launch of its high-end smartphones due to the shortage. So I don't know, was that is that the S22, whatever that would be. Yeah, what are they at now? Um, despite, I don't know, despite, I like Apple's. this is the kicker. Samsung itself is saying they're going to have to postpone the launch of their next smartphone because of the shortage, despite them being the world's second largest producer of chips. So Samsung makes a lot of these chips that these other devices and companies are buying and using. So Samsung sells $56 billion of semiconductors to other companies and consumes $36 billion of them itself. And says they have to delay one of its billion dollars, and they're going to have to delay one of their own products because they probably have these multi-year contracts with these companies to make these chips. Mm-hmm. Whenever they come out with a new iPhone, iPhone 12, okay, let's say this is going to have a three, four-year battery or uh, life, 
we're gonna we're gonna we not only make it for two years, but people are gonna have it for several years. So we have to have parts for it. We have to be able to replace it if it breaks. Yeah. So they probably sign a contract with Samsung to, or whoever makes the chips um, for a set number of years. So Samsung can't just say, "Well, I'm, I'm not going to make your chips anymore because I need them for mine." I mean, they can't. They're it's under they're under contract. Contract, yeah. And that's the same with the the EV manufacturers as well. So, um, car manufacturers um, are so, also so it just sounds like first world problems right there. <laughs> yes, man. Um, so car manufacturers who are also so when 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 COVID hit, all the car manufacturers shut down their lines. And they they canceled or 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 put on hold their chip orders, right? Um, because nobody was buying cars. So when everything started ramping back up, like they're very low on the totem pole as far as chips chips uh, go. So now they're like waiting. They're like at the end of this list, right? So the entire global car industry buys about thirty seven billions worth, billion dollars worth of chips, which is less than what Apple. <laughs> Uh, pays for it or buys itself um, with the biggest players such as Toyota and Volkswagen spending about $4 billion each, making them relatively minnows, it says, for semiconductor suppliers. So do you remember a while back when that guy uh, did the billion? He would do like the million, how many like months it would take, yeah. and then the billion. Yep. I wonder what trillion would be. I don't know, me. dude. Because billion, just a billion was out to like, what, 46 years yeah. or something crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just random thought. No, I mean, it, it's hard to fathom these numbers. Like I said, Apple's spending $56 billion a year, but all of the car manufacturers combined are only, only spending 37. $37. So It's crazy. You know, Samsung, I mean, these chips are going to go to the people who are buying the most of them first. So, um, Right, because they got the best contracts, yeah. too, you know, I mean. And so what they're saying, um, you know, this is going to persist for some time. It can take up to two years to get complex semiconductor production facilities up and running. And manufacturers are in the process of significantly raising prices for the second time in less than a year. So there's no, there's no sign of supply catching up or demand decreasing while prices are rising across the chain, says Campling. This will cross over to people in the street. Expect cars to cost more, phones to cost more. Everything is going to cost more. You shut your so, mouth. <laughs> so I wonder if that uh, $300... 70-inch uh, 4K, 4K TV, TV is going to cost more. Oh, it might be $500. <laughs> I mean, that's almost, you know, yeah. that's double yeah. almost. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. No. Okay. I mean, when we're talking about more, I mean, what do they put? Like, I think, uh, I don't know what chips Samsung and LG are using, but they're not like a, an A14 by right. or whatever. They're probably like a. And some kind yeah, the of the architecture is uh, way different on that, you know. They're probably using some kind of ARM-based chip. Yeah. Um, but but it doesn't matter if the chip costs three dollars or thirty dollars or three hundred dollars if they can't make them. Yeah, it's fast still enough. just the chip itself, you know. If they're missing one piece, they can't make the TV, yeah. right? Or the yeah. iPad or whatever. I'm glad I updated my TV last year. Updated my phone. I'm glad I have a car that you know should work yeah. just fine for a while. So. When you can't get that new TV, that new video card, that new wireless AP, it's more than likely not the company's fault. It's just a yeah. global shortage Supply of it, it is it is the company's fault. The if, if you won't let me go ahead and purchase them, I I don't disagree with you there. If 
But that could be a revenue reporting thing. Like they, they, they can't technically like you could pre-order it. Well, it, even if they let me pre-order it, and then I, they charge you when it ships, which I don't know why they can't do yeah, that. Yeah, that would be awesome. Maybe they just don't want people getting their hopes up and then being so far in the because hole. the bots would buy all of them. It is probably too hard to go in and say, but they "Hey, they could make you do some kind of verification or something." That if would they be really fine too. We'll just, we'll just limit it, limit it to how many and stuff. A, a two per order per Month. thirty days, yeah. sixty days, something okay. like something like that. So yeah. it'd only take me like three months to get my stuff. Better than the but, track you're on now. Yeah, because yeah. I'm a month out and I still can't <laughs> buy what I want. Yeah, or you'll just have to buy some just of the older the pros ones like me or whatever your other one is. I know. Just do it. But then eventually, when you can get what you need, I'll buy your stuff from you so I can upgrade my house. I mean, the pros are still pretty yeah, fast, but they, they like, you fast. Said, like you said, the, the Wi-Fi six, is, 6. The Wi-Fi 6 is just the, the, still the range and the speed. Infancy. But do you have anything that we can use the Wi-Fi 6 yet? His iPhone. My iPhone. The 11, the 11 can? Uh, oh, that's a good question. No. The, the new one, when I buy one in <laughs> September. If you can get one. I, I will get supply one. Chain I, will, I will get one the day it's released. All right, guys. He said it. He that, said it here. The day it's released, he's gonna get you're one. You gonna get in line? No, I'll have it pre-ordered through Verizon. Gotcha. Uh, like I did this one. Yeah. All right. Next up, <laughs> we have an article. I'm sorry, but that right there, I I saw the new Broncos today when I was getting my oil changed. Yeah. The EVs. The, or no, no, no the, 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 the yeah, just the full size Bronco. The full size Bronco. Or the yeah. well, yeah. The baby the Bron- Broncos. Wait, did you see the Bronco Sport or the Bronco? I don't know. I didn't look at it. I just saw it said Bronco across of it. It looks just like that stupid Hummer. Does it? Really? Yeah. So this was from Engadget.com. So this is uh, this is so we we talked about the GM Altium battery uh, technology. When you say Altium, I think Unobtainium. I just have I to go there. Gonna, I knew we were going. <laughs> Damn it. We were doing We've so been, good. We haven't had it. It's been about 12 or 13 episodes, like 12 episodes since he said it. So I knew he was going to do it. Every time I read it in the article, I was like, unobtainium, unobtainium. Um, so because we were talking about this last night, we were texting back and forth. So I, I was like, I knew we talked about the Altium stuff before. So I went to our Google. Uh, we have all of our show notes in Google. So I can search in the drive under all the Google. Like I can search all the show notes at once. Oh, damn. So I just put in Altium, yeah. and it popped up episode twelve. Mm. So I went to episode twelve, and I was wondering the, how you found that so fast. So one of the art. So you we talked about. Here. So that was June or July of last year. So almost a year ago, we talked about it. Um, but there's been a lot that's been updated since then. And uh, Engadget did a this. This is a super in-depth article. We're not going to have time to cover everything in here, but. It's down in the show notes. If you want to go check this out, I highly recommend it because there's yeah. a ton of information in here. Matt. Yes, sir. Did you send Joe that TikTok of the crab walk? Yeah. Did you see? Pretty the, sure I did. Did you see the TikTok of the crab walk? Today? Yesterday? Yeah. Today. Today. I have not been on TikTok oh. today. So there's literally four or five electric Hummers yeah. driving it. down the highway doing crab walks because well, they're stuck in traffic. Yeah. They're crab walking back and forth. Yeah, it's really cool. And so what was it's kind of like cool a, to see a, it. Like, the, the dealer doing that or something? I don't. They didn't even they have like, plates on they them. Were I don't think. They were just, just transporting. They were just all white. Yeah. Just <laughs> you 
just all but, white. But nothing. holy shit, they were actually on the road and someone yeah. was videotaping. That's cool. So it wasn't like when they released the Hummer and then yeah. like the wheels turn and and, and it was it was <laughs> uh, it was all simulated CGI, CGI but. No, but legit, yeah, the yeah. front and back wheels turned, and yeah. they're, like, going. They were crab walking on the highway. Did yeah. you guys see the what's inside? He went. Him yes, and his sir. Son. I didn't watch it yet. And I, Zach did, I, too. Um, I've been a little busy. They didn't get to drive it, though. They were just in the Correct. showroom. So. Yeah. And I, because they, it was still, like, pre-production or whatever, because there were some things that are going to be changing. But it's, I, I think it's, a, I mean, it doesn't look terrible. I, I like it. I like the way it looks. I mean, it's definitely going to appeal to the people who liked have liked the Hummer look. It looks way better um, than the last generation of yeah, Hummer. Yeah, and the ba- it it, it kind of reminds me of like you said the Bronco um kind of like maybe Range Rover a, a Range Rover or a, a Highland like is it would be a Highlander or it looks more um, utilitarian in the front. Or what, not know? a Highlander, what's the other one? Um What am I I'm not thinking like the not the Highlander, the one under the Highlander. But uh Anyway, Rav Four? No, no, no. There's one in between. No, there's Highlander one in between. No, yeah, um, yeah. Rav Four, Highlander, had, Sequoia, Sequoia. And then, uh, we had this conversation before. Yeah, the there's Sequoia one, is the big daddy. We had. There's one in between the Rav Four and the Highlander. It's there's the uh, yes, Forerunner. Really Forerunner. Yeah, it looks like it's different, like, like a Forerunner. But the Forerunner to me is like the the like the counterpart to the Highlander. Right. Just more off roadish. Yeah, maybe maybe it's more of a pier than a than a. Then in between there, but yeah, I mean, it definitely looks like like a Bronco ish. You want to fight? <laughs> um, but basically, what they're saying is, uh, and the, and the reason I linked this down below because I'm not going to play these, but there's a bunch of links to a couple of YouTube videos that um, showed additional information about this. So I didn't read the whole article because it was like forever it, long. It, it is. It's very detailed. But the, that video right there. Yeah. And and. I want to understand why they decided to go into to packs, packs instead of uh, actually batteries because yeah, te- maybe it's, tes- um, Tesla's they, te- the, the crab walking is kind of like they, they, they can turn sideways and then they can go. They can, <laughs> yeah, but that has nothing to do with what the, was what were you talking about? I'm talking well, about the battery the packs. The you battery said crab walking, right? The, <laughs> what is that? What that's do you mean? driving. What are you so, talking about? The four of them on the highway doing crab they, walking. Joe can't take the bourbon. Apparently, what do you? What do you? What did you mean? Where, they were where doing? were you like ten minutes ago? So they were driving, and they would actually like the whole the whole car would crab walk. So crabs walk side to side, right? That's what I mean. They would go. They yeah, would go side to that side. That has nothing to do with the battery packs I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I know, but a- no, April just asked about. <laughs> oh, oh, I'll show you the video later, but. No, they. She said, it, "Like actually walking." No, they, that's what I was. Instead, that, that was, that's what I was so, talking about. So like there, a squirrel <laughs> moment for sure. Because I didn't even see that. I was like, "What are you there. talking it was about?" Two minutes ago. But I. But they actually I'm gonna, go. I'm going to show it on the screen so I have proof <laughs> that I'm, what I'm talking about here. So they actually walk sideways. So walking means they're they're driving forward, but yeah, the going, tires. Yeah, they're going sideways without their, without turning, like yeah. turning, turning. They just kind of glide to the side. And they, that's what they were doing down the highway. I'll yeah. show you the video later, but it, <laughs> yeah, why did they go with the like ginormous hey, cell phone pack? Yeah, over and, a cell in a block. But 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 what I Tesla is at the top end of battery tech, in my oh, opinion. Yeah, yeah, and they're still are, are they though? I think it's the, that we've the top seen. for us because <laughs> they have a usable product. Okay, yeah. But what I liked 
is in that video, that top one right there, yeah. they were talking about the packs and how easy they were to change out. Configurations and, and the configurations yeah. for different. And then as the technology got better, you could just go in. I think it was this one, wasn't it, Darren? Uh, it might have the been. animation. The, it might have been that so, Yeah, one. so what Darren is talking about is, so this this is kind of, this talks about the, the battery packs a little bit, but the, the important thing I think here, and you guys give me your opinion, is the Altium technology, which is their battery pack, their sled design, it's going to be used in all of their EVs. Right. Mm -hmm. All of them. They said there's going to be 23, like 23 different. Something like yeah. that. And yeah. they're going to Models. sell, they're going to sell by 2025. They're going to have a million per year. Yeah, here it is. So, and it's, well, the Hummer SUT and then the SUV variant. Soot. Soot. Um, will hit the, well, so this, they said fall of 2021 for the, the original one. And then 2023 for the variant, I think is what. Um, they said so. It'll be among the first GM. Up, though. I mean, they gotta. It, it's they gotta ramp up, man. Production hell, right? They're gonna be. This is gonna be one of their first electrified. Uh, Hello, Claudia. Models uh, coming up. Um, I just said that. I did not hear you. <laughs> I was too busy on a crab walk. <laughs> but anyway, the 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 why the reason they have the Hummer on here is because it's going to be the first one that uses the new battery system, the Altium battery system. And then if you watch this, so like I said, the link's down below in the show notes. If you watch this, um, they talk about um, the versatility, the battery pack, how there's going to be different sizes based off of the the vehicle, uh, depending on how many motors that that vehicle will have. Um, and then there's another uh, video down below that also talks about. I don't know, because you probably didn't get that far. These battery packs are not wired together mm -hmm. physically. They use Wi-Fi yeah. to talk to each other. I saw that in the, the video Did I you watched. See that? Yeah. What? Yeah, they talk to each other. The the modules. The modules yeah. themselves oh, okay. talk to each other modules to know what they're doing, to know how to transfer the it power. So it reduces the wiring between the modules so they can fit more of them. It reduces um, the weight. There's a bunch of things down in here we'll go through, but huh. um, I, yeah. Uh, so quickly, um, huh. you know, GM GM was the first one that came out with a, a production electric vehicle back mm -hmm. in '96 with the EV1. We've talked about that before on previous podcasts. It was a lease only option. It was California, I think, only too, or maybe there was some other states involved. But when you got it, at the end of that lease. You had to return it. Right. You could not keep it. And all of them were destroyed except they for made, a few. They made everybody return them. Some and then, people didn't know. Yeah. And then they destroyed them. And that was before lithium ion. That Those were like deep cell cycle battery. Like it was way before its time. We just weren't ready, right? Like you are not prepared kind of thing. But anyway, fast forward. So, oh, I was wrong. So it says... Today, GM relies on an EV platform powered by the Altium battery system as the basis for 30-plus models. I thought it was, I said 23. It plans on producing in the coming years uh, with 20 zero-emission models available by 2023. So they're going to have 20 zero-emission models. But is that going to be a couple thousand yeah, of that what, particular yeah, model true. will be available but I, in but, but that on, zero-emission in this article, I cannot remember where it was. They said they by twenty, like twenty twenty three or twenty twenty five, they're going to be selling a million 
EVs a, a year. year. Well, I mean, yeah. if there if there are That's twenty models available, I mean, and you have the production capacity of I mean, someone if, like them. If anybody can do it, they can yeah. do it. So, and a million's not a lot to them, I don't think. No. Or Toyota. um, So it says thousands of GM scientists, engineers, and designers are working to execute an historic reinvention of the company. GM President Mark Rose, Rios Reyes, I think I'm probably saying that wrong, um, uh, crowd in a 2020 press statement, crowd, okay, they are on the cusp of delivering a profitable EV business that can sustain millions of customers or satisfy millions of customers. Uh, during a press event last year in May, uh, Mary Barra, uh, who is the uh, G, uh, GM CEO, assured reporters that the company plans to turn a profit on every Altium EV it sells and is aiming to sell 1 million EVs annually by 2025. Of those, GM plans to release its EVs with 19 different battery pack drivetrain drive combinations, down significantly from the 550 permutations currently available across its internal combustion fleet. They have what? 550 different combinations of drivetrains and uh, you know, power plants now. How is that even possible? I mean, think about all the different models and how many different engine combinations mm-hmm. and four by four, two by two, all wheel drive. I mean, so what kind? What? So you think about Tesla, and they're trying to streamline everything they can during the the build process. Yeah. You you kind of have like maybe two packs. You have a seventy five kilowatt pack. But they started. And they started off pack. from nothing, and they're so they had to keep yeah. streamlining. But yeah. but this is a ten year old company compared to a hundred year old company. But think about that. Think about the cost savings. They are going to realize going from five hundred and fifty different variations to nineteen. But still, nineteen still seems like just well, a Tesla's, lot to but, te- but Tesla still has what? Six, seventy-five. You got long range. You got this. No, probably not six. But you got you got the all-wheel drive. You got the rear wheel. Honestly, front I think it's two. Is it just two? I think it's two. Yeah. Seventy-five or one hundred kilowatts. Five hundred and fifty to nineteen. That's that's huge. That is huge. That's man. So this is the one. So this video here. Um, let me put this back up on the screen. Um, if you watch anything from this article or look into anything on this article, I don't know why you're cut, getting cut off, Matt. That's weird. Um, you know what? It might be because I zoomed in 200% on the notes instead of 150, so it might have uh, gave us less room for I'm that. right here. I'm, I'm but, still uh, here. <laughs> if you watch any of the, the videos linked in this article, watch this one because this is where it talks about the wireless connectivity of the, the, the battery Yeah, that packs. might be the one I watched. So question to you guys. Is this concerning? The Wi-Fi? The Wi-Fi? Why? If my entire power plant is only connected over Wi-Fi and no physical connections. Absolutely that's concerning. Why? What uh, if Wi-Fi chip failure? What if you there was some kind of <laughs> what if there's some kind of interference? But there has to be a, a failover. There's no wires. That's they the, the whole purpose of this is to reduce the weight I, and the wiring. I know, and but the there cost. has to be a failover. There they would never get that through. Well, it's probably a closed Wi-Fi. Right. For one, it's probably very limited range. Um, I mean, I'm sure that they've built in safeguards. They've t- hopefully they're going to test this and they've and they've um, they, they're figuring this out. Um, it's just different than Tesla April. Um, 
and we we have they haven't actually came out with a vehicle yet, so we just don't know right what it's going to be like. But this it's like a two or three minute video that, that talks about it. Um, it's good video, good production, yeah, it's a very good video. But did you watch this one, the Wi-Fi one? No. How do you know it's good production? Um, the so rest of them are the, good. Is this the PC? Yeah. So let me do. Uh, oh, we're gonna get our hands slapped again. Yeah. I just want to. I just want to find. Let me just do this instead of playing so. It. So what? Uh, right. There, what maybe. episode was it that we were talking about? Um, so, you seen the battery monitor? So those there's no wires. Well, there has to be some wires. I mean, they have to physically, yeah, have be, to able physically to be able to conduct. But I guess the communications part of it is what they're saying. They've reduced the. the I mean, we. I mean, it, it, it says it in the in the article here. But, um, and the, and they're going to go from 50 kilowatt up to 200 kilowatts. Also, this is where your link yesterday came in because Tesla right now only has 100 kilowatt. Yep. They're going to have up to a 200 kilowatt, and they'll be able to do anywhere from six to 24 cells in each module. The Hummer EV will have 16 to 20, um, depending on which option you go with. Was it in this article that they were talking about uh, instead of being like the the 400 volt, they were going to be like an 800 volt DC so they could dump more power in so you get a faster charge? Was it in this article? I didn't know. Okay, I I read an article or I must have posted something to Slack today. Enter, yes. So the the one well one of the that was right, maybe that was right before you came over. I didn't mm-hmm. read that one yet. But so the a big thing here, a big differentiator from Tesla. So all of Tesla cells are round. GM is like using their their, their battery cells are like a pouch. Yeah, like a giant of, cell phone battery. They're like or, a, a prismatic like, style. So. Um, they're like flat, like rectangle boxes is what it says. So this enables GM engineers to combine the cells more efficiently, depending on the, the powertrain option. And then they can stack these modules either horizontally or vertically within the frame of the vehicle, cylindrically, conversely, or only ever oriented vertically. With this flexibility, GM can pack anywhere from 50 to 200 kilowatts uh, of energy capacity, double what Tesla can do currently, um, with, with the P100D um, and translates into three, 350 to 400 miles of estimated range and zero to 60 in three seconds, which so I think their battery tech is, isn't as efficient. It's as not. It's and, absolutely and that is, not. And that is Tesla's current battery tech. Right. We're not even talking about what they're going to have out next year right. with the new cells. 4280 or whatever it is. So even with a 200 kilowatt versus a Tesla new battery tech, 100 kilowatt, they're going to be about the same, maybe, maybe, because 350. We're, we're already seeing the Model S has 400 miles of range, right, yeah, with and old batteries, yeah. And this well, style, this style of pack reminds me of like the the LiPo batteries for like RC cars and stuff like that, and that's why I was just wondering why. I mean. I see why they did it for the versatility of it. But once again, I go back to Tesla is, is one of the leaders in battery tech and they have not steered away from the, the, the cylindrical size. They went to that new multi tab, which is going to increase everything. 
but wonder what the benefits over what what is leading GM and maybe other manufacturers to go to this, you know. My bet is the manufacturing process of the battery pack itself. It's probably faster. I bet be. they're able to produce more somehow of these giant, again, I'm going back to ginormous cell phone batteries Yeah. over multiple, you know, Right. Whatever, you know, battery cells. So the, it's a normal round. GM developed the WBMS wireless battery management system in conjunction with analog devices. The system requires 90% less wiring and reduces the battery packs volume by 15% while improving design flexibility and manufacturability without compromising range and accuracy over the life of the battery. According to a September press release, the uh, wireless battery management system is a wholly integrated system with all circuits, hardware, software for power, battery management, RF communications, and system functionality in a single system level product. So maybe it's just a more tightly integrated. Like an all-in-one solution. Yeah. So it says the like trans- W1 chip for AirPods or whatever. Yeah. So it says the transition of battery packs from wired to wireless connectivity enables automotive manufacturers to scale their electric vehicle platforms across multiple vehicle models to meet growing consumer demand. Patrick Morgan, VP of Automotive and Analog Devices said, our wireless our wireless battery management system solution not only simplifies manufacturing, but also allows new systems to be built on wireless data, accelerating the entire industry towards a sustainable future. We are honored to bring this breakthrough system breakthrough system innovation to market with General Motors. So he you know, so I don't know, it needs to be proven. Like yeah. I'm still like Think about, um, I mean, these are all electric vehicles, so you could EMP them and they're all done anyway. Yeah. But is 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 this easier to hack? Could you compromise this system easier because it's using wireless? I mean, Tesla's use wireless too, but they're not using wireless communications within the vehicle. Everything's wired. Right, right. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it does bring a, another level of concern, and I never thought about that, but yes um it it would be kind of i mean i think back to the there was a video of a uh, probably 4 or 500 teslas out in a parking lot that were getting one massive update and they were all flashing oh, and doing yeah. different things yeah but if if somebody got on that level and was able to hack a satellite that broadcasted whatever and yeah. could you know you could wreak, wreak some havoc yeah, and they and they get into a lot of the uh, the benefits of this, but the things they're not talking about are the what could go wrong parts, which I'm interested to see if there's other people that maybe comment on that um, as this goes forward, because it, it, I mean it talks about and I agree with all this like having this wireless connectivity, um, they're able to better load balance on individual cells as as the module ages, the vehicle technicians can swap out full modules should a more effective chemistry come to market. Right. And they were without also having to replace the entire pack. You could just replace the individual that one, cell. Right. And what, what was nice about uh, this and, and, and Tesla was kind of touching on that too, is once the pack goes to, it won't power a EV anymore, then and it, it could be converted into a home battery storage, battery storage, and that, and they talked about being able to do that also, making their own, and 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 that's what we need in this this world 
because yeah. that's one of the things that's holding me back from going solar is the battery storage is yeah. if i'm spending 20 plus thousand dollars on solar and i can only use it during the day when i'm not at home yeah you know what's the point in doing it unless i can hold that energy yep and battery storage is definitely the that's that's the, holding uh, the whole the, industry to i mean it it, it Achilles heel of, right. of solar's battery tech, yeah. uh, battery storage. So here's if if this if this is 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 actually going to be viable. This is what's exciting because um, this is what they talk about is this also means GM won't have to keep stocking cells that use the old formulation. Once new ones arrive, the entire production process can switch over to the new chemistry immediately because of the modularity of this hmm. manufacturing. That. Because think about Tesla. They have to retool the entire line to change to new battery tech. Right. They're talking about they maybe they will have to retool some things, but not everything. Are they talking about the final build line? Because final I build. I don't or, see or why maybe, Tesla would have to change Or, or let's so say much. three years down the line, they need to re- – or five or six or whatever, they need to change batteries mm-hmm. in one of these cars. Yeah. And there's new chemistry, battery chemistry that has come out since then. They can put those new batteries – in that same module without changing Physical the entire space kind of thing module. Okay. With it, it, it makes sense, but is it really feasible? Again, it just goes back to, let's see. Yeah. Well, I mean, and know, this is where we get into what you were firsthand. talking, where you kind of linked, you linked something. I think you mislinked something from last year. We talked about is the chemistry of the battery where we talk about the, the Chevy bolt uses a nickel cobalt magnesium. Cobalt has proven to be very effective uh, at stabilizing chemistry uh, and extending the overall battery durability. However, cobalt, it's a fairly common, common element, but it's produced almost exclusively in the Democratic Republic of Congo, Russia, and Australia, um, which is very uh, vol- politically volatile, child labor, things like that. So that's why Tesla is trying to come up with their right. dry cells. Everybody's coming up with these dry cells that don't have well, they the don't have com- uh, chemical, composition. chemical composition. They don't use nickel or the cobalt or as much of those. And um, it, it, I don't know if Engadget is like Tesla adverse because I don't know if you guys caught this. It says, unlike coup positive Tesla, GM partnering, partnering with LG Chem has taken a more calculated approach to avoiding interruptions in the EV supply chain by doping its anodes with aluminum. Uh, instead of the cobalt, nickel, cobalt, magnesium, aluminum. But Tesla is, when they start making their new battery packs, they're not going to be using any of the cobalt anymore. Right, right. So they're not going to be having to source that anymore. So I, I don't know what they mean by that. but Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're also, it says they're also looking at silicon-based um, electrolyte lithium metal anode, dubbed its solid energy system as a successor to NTMA, which is the nickel, cobalt, magnesium, aluminum. Uh, the beauty of silicon is it's just way more efficient on the periodic table, and it can hold a lot more lithium than carbon can. Uh, so I think they're on the right path. Like, And there's still a ton more. Like, there's no yeah, that's a pretty cap. in-depth article. It, yeah, it very, article and, is- and some of this we covered last year when we talked about um, these batteries too, but GM, I think out of all of the traditional car manufacturers, has the most viable roadmap that we've seen, that I've seen. I don't know if you guys agree or not. 
as far as what they want to do, when they want to do it by, and how and what the models are going to be. And if yeah. the Hummer is going to be out by the this, end of this year, yeah, like we start seeing them, yeah. If anybody can do it, they can. Right. And and it's one of those things that GM will do it, but will all these other companies be able to to keep up? Keep up. And I mean, GM's been been around forever, but I I've been tried and true GM person my whole life, and I drive an F one fifty. Yeah. So you're a GM guy. I, I used to. Hey, my my grandpa worked at AC Delco. You know that mm. it was you drive GM, you race Dodge, uh. and you don't don't mess with Ford. You know, but wow, he's rolling over in his grave. Yeah, uh, huh? probably. Sorry, mm. Pat. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Grandpa. <laughs> but it it's one of those things that I see GM pushing this. But what will happen with the other big three? You know, Dodge don't care. They just throw Hemi's and minivans. But <laughs> and true and and great for you, Dodge. But we want. I mean, I said this last time. I want an EV truck. That's all I want. I want an EV truck. My lease is going to be up in a, in about a year, and I want an EV truck. And I know I will not get that from Ford because I don't think they'll be there yet. Because throw your, throw your hundred dollars down on the Cybertruck, and maybe you'll get lucky. I I don't. I don't like the Cybertruck, but it's not the it'll, final design. It'll grow on you. It's not the final design. It, Did you see Elon was at Texas Gigafactory in the in the Cybertruck? But thing? I don't even think my I don't even think the Cybertruck would fit in my oversized garage. I have probably not. <laughs> Definitely going to fit mine. Is it that big? Well, they said they were going to shrink it by ten percent, right, yeah. all around, yeah. which will make it more long F one fifty size. Yeah, I, I, I guess when you. And I think that was because the so everybody's like, Elon, this ain't going to fit in my garage, dude. Is that when it gets cold, it shrinks by 10%? <laughs> All right. Next. <laughs> Next up, we have AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon. That's going to be a fast one, guys. Don't worry. their joint effort for RCS texting. Rich. Rich. Communication, communication services. services. I had to Google that because I forgot it. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have remembered it again. <laughs> And I, this was um, more Android-focused, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sure. Google likes to build stuff and then two years later kill it, and then you can't use it anymore. What are you, what are you referring to? What? Uh, Google, Al- Google, Allo, Mu- Google Music. Hangouts. Allo, Hangouts. I mean, we're uh, talking about Google, messaging. Google Voice. Uh, Voice is still around? Nope. Voice is... Well, not it's not like it used to be. Though. Oh, okay. You could use it for your primary communications. Yeah. Um, what what do we use forever? We use Allo for Allo, longest time. Okay. Allo. Yeah. But basically, they're all the three of the, the, these three companies. They were trying to make it RCS more uh, I common message. platform, like iMessage. Yeah, so iMessage, and I think they said WhatsApp, right? Yeah. Well, well, um, yeah. But that kind of fell apart. Yeah. Which is kind of sad for all those people out there that have Androids. So is that Google's fault? Is that no, no, no. I, I think as long as you're using Google Messenger still. Yeah. Or there was another going, option You're too. going to have the chat type feature you can enable in your settings um, that gives you that iMessage type of experience. You can see the red receipts. You can see the sent receipts, delivered receipts. 
You're going to be able to send, you know, larger files through or yeah, back and forth I, from, from pictures. I this hated was, this was going to replace SMS, right? I Correct. hated I hated sending you guys video files because you are you you it both were always, always like it was always why it's so horrible oh, it's so horrible and then you all you both get iphones you're like holy crap i'm getting hdr video sent from you <laughs> it's like yeah or live or, or the live title pictures and right stuff. and then they're like this big on your screen and it's like i can't even time tell what's going on yeah time to stand um oh mindset too we're seeing uh, I guess so. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I, I I don't know why. I mean, do you think if Google pushed hard enough, this could have already been done? But That's what I was kind of getting at. Google already did it. As long as you they use did Google messages. messages. But the problem is, is they were using their own messaging built into the correct. Android yeah. flavor or whatever. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. like, I have Verizon. I have Verizon work phone. I use the Verizon messenger app on my work phone okay because i like the features of it better than mm. the the built into the but now i have a google pixel 2 i mean it's old technology but but i like the the features of that i that messenger yeah. because it's more like the iMessage yeah. i'm used to like you can see when somebody read your messages when it was delivered and, yeah i mean just basic stuff that should so it looks like um even though they've ended this like uh joint merger thing that they were trying to, to accomplish here it said t-mobile um actually made progress by adopting rcs by teaming up with google to make the service available to all subscribers and just last month the carrier made google messages the default texting app which is kind of what i was saying like as long they as you're using google so why didn't they just all do that i don't know why didn't they just pay Apple for their messaging app and be done with it. It wasn't. It wasn't paying work. Apple. Apple wasn't going to allow that to happen. I know, but trust me, a, a lot of a lot of Android people would have definitely downloaded right then and there if iMessage was. Yeah, available. if, if AT and T and Verizon just made the Google Messages app the default messaging app. Now, granted, they like to skin it and do their own thing on top of Android, which I get it. But um, if you already got a secure. Uh, platform that's already built on rcs just use it yeah um now there's nothing keeping you I, you can still download google messages on those absolutely devices and yes. use it yeah. instead of using their default one yep i think that and that's the confusion is most people don't do that they right. whatever is well, on they, the phone they that's might what they're not know use. yeah or yeah. they use whatsapp or they use messenger or whatever do you have whatsapp no never did i never did, you? did i did never you? did no it's huge so, it's huge over yeah. Overseas and stuff. Well, and I think that's because there was no set standard. But didn't so didn't Facebook everybody... buy WhatsApp? Mm, I don't well, think I'm, so. I'm pretty sure Facebook owns WhatsApp. Well, I know there was there was a lot of uh, I don't know necessarily controversy, but because WhatsApp was one of the first secure end to end, mm. like you couldn't hack it. Like you couldn't. I could securely send you a message and nobody could see it if you set it up that way. Maybe um, maybe I need to have wait. I have a message now. That's secure, right? Well, so you can yeah you can make it you can make a any almost any of them secure uh, if you want. Facebook to bought WhatsApp WhatsApp for one point five billion billion when uh, in twenty twenty. So okay, so last year. Wow. Maybe that's what maybe that's what they integrated, and that's why I met our uh, messenger is changed. So and it's now so secure. oh Makes this sense. this is old. Hold on, this is this it wasn't twenty twenty. They bought them. Sorry, it was just the first article that popped up. 
Anyways, they bought them for $1.5 billion, although it's unclear exactly how much revenue WhatsApp generates. They estimated that WhatsApp resonu- uh, revenue would be as high as $5 billion by 2020. Okay. So... I, I, they probably bought them and then they just replaced, ripped and replaced Messenger with that platform, reskinned it. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that, that makes sense because there's been a lot of enhancements to Messenger. Yeah. yeah. And th- that's probably about the same time it went. Remember when it used to be bundled, bundled with the Facebook app and then they made it separate? So it's probably around the same time they, and they just reskinned it or whatever. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it says Google has been expanding RCS protocols, protocols availability around the world. As of November of 2020, it finished rolling out RCS globally, making it available to use for anyone with an Android phone that has Google Messages. It also started testing end-to-end encryption for more secure, conver- more secure conversations. So, it's there if you want to use it. If you you just got to use Google Messenger, the Google Messages app, and not the default AT&T or Verizon. Verizon. Or- but uh, but it's, it looks like no T-Mobile's. They, they, that's their default now. Oh yeah. That's... Which if they would just if AT and T and Verizon would just switch to that, and then it wouldn't be a, an issue. Yeah, but Verizon has their own. I mean. So yeah, and so does. Um, I haven't used AT and T in fifteen years, so I never have, yeah. or twelve years. Well, I don't know. I use Sprint, which is they bought, right? Right. No, T-Mobile bought Sprint. T-Mobile bought Sprint. Mm-hmm. T-Mobile merged, I guess, with Sprint. Yeah. Come on, keep up. I know. Jesus. What the heck? What the heck? What the heck? Last but not least. Look at that. Oh, let's see. Click on it. So our last article for this episode. Let me share out my screen. So Microsoft buys um, AI, artificial intelligence. Well, not really artificial. I, they do use AI, but it's more of speech recognition and things like that. Uh, nuance. Because they had what Corona or Corona? Oh, it's Microsoft's Corona. Corona. What is it? COVID. Cortana. Cortana. There you go. (laughs) Well, this guy. Isn't that like a Halo name or something? I don't know. I don't use it. Junk. So I don't know, but I was I was screaming at my my uh, phone the other day, saying. She shall not be named. And I was like, oh, yeah. Hey, Siri. So funny. That's a good segue. Because Nuance developed the originals. Yeah. She who should not be named. Yes. So. Alexa. No. Hey. No. With an S. Stop it. So Microsoft buying speech recognition firm Nuance for $16 billion. Um, just a couple days ago, and I feel that that number is very low. How do you? How does a company get that kind of evaluation? Sixteen billion. Sixteen. They probably. Billion. Well, they were already they, public. Yeah, yeah, but so, so they you, go off you, the stock. Yeah, price. they go Why? off the stock price. But usually, and, usually and they they, they bump it just a little bit. It's a voice recognition. Yeah, software. but but oh, is it though? It, it's more. But anyways, you don't recognize they, that name from your field of work. They no. they paid thirty six dollars a share. And then it went up. And then it went up. It's like 50-something. Right. So they they, so they stole now, now this it's, company. Yeah, it's, now it's going to be, I mean, it's Microsoft, right? I mean, they bought Slack. Yeah. Or Slack. Yeah, they bought Slack. I think so. Or was it, I mean, they bought GitHub. I think they bought Slack. Or no, maybe it was something else. I don't know. could be wrong. But anyway, 
16 billion, I mean, that's nothing to them. I mean, that's like lunch money to us, right? Um, Are we talking about like Chipotle or like a five, like a $4 or four for four at Wendy's? Uh, maybe a steak dinner. Um, Wendy's has four for four? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I haven't been to Wendy's in forever. So Microsoft on an accelerated growth push, and this was from uh, APnews.com, by the way, um, is buying speech recognition, speech recognition company Nuance and a deal worth about $16 billion. The acquisition, the acquisition will get them deeper into hospitals and the healthcare industry through Nuance's widely used medical dictation and transcript tools. I wonder why they didn't say that it was Dragon. Well, they did. They do. Well, they bought them a long time ago, or, or that was their original founding, I think. So they will pay, Microsoft will pay $56 per share. That's a 23% premium to their Friday closing price, which was this last Friday, um, the 16th. Um, or maybe that was last week's uh, closing. Anyway, the company, the company's value, the company's value of the transaction, including uh, debt at about $19.7 billion. Nuance has been a pioneer in voice-based artificial intelligence technology and was instrumental in helping to power Apple's digital assistant. Uh, it has since <laughs> shifted hey first, its, its it focus to healthcare, including a product that listens in on exam room conversations between physicians and patients and automatically writes up the doctor's recommendations, okay. such as prescriptions or lab work. I've never heard of that. So, so well, they were talking about telehealth later in this article, but my wife, nurse practitioner, Has she have she heard of that? Well, yeah, but I mean, she uses she uses that, but but here's the problem: she's so busy, yeah, that it takes her like a half an hour to do a chart. Yep. Now I don't agree with them listening in in a. Is it secure? I mean, right. That, yeah. I, I mean, it'd have to be somewhat secure, but this would save her I mean, so much HIPAA, time. HIPAA laws, are hopefully, protecting that. Right. Oh yeah, but, but, for sure. But but she has a half an hour. She works. From home, just to do her notes, just to, just just to get her all her charts. She had like nineteen charts to close. Oh my god! This this past weekend, and she yeah. didn't get them all done. Yeah, because I mean that's basically what it says. This so, this clinical documentation essentially writes itself, giving physicians time back to focus on patient care. Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella said on a conference call about the deal on Monday. Microsoft, so they they already have a business partnership back from twenty nineteen, um, because Nuance. Guess what it runs on? Windows. Azure. Azure. Microsoft Azure. Um, That relationship grew during the pandemic, enabling Nuance to bring its patient-physician transcripting service into telehealth appointments using Microsoft's video conferencing app Teams. The Redmond Washington software giant said that this month's deal will double its potential market in the healthcare provider industry to nearly $500 billion. I believe it. Putting these two together will allow them to go after the exploding healthcare market, which is on fire right now, as it's modernizing, adopting digital in- engagement, and moving to the cloud. Nuance's products include clinical speech recognition software offerings such as Dragon Ambient Experience, Dragon Medical One, and PowerScribe, all of which are now built on Microsoft's Azure cloud platform. The company says Nuance products are used by more than 55% of physicians. 75% of radiologists in the U.S. and 77% of U.S. hospitals. 
Revenue from its healthcare cloud business grew 37% year over year in physical 2020. Duh. That's, that's just going to, and it's just going to keep and, going and, up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somewhere, sure. somewhere in this article, it was talking, I think it was up where it was talking over, they were listening in on the patient doctor visit. It would already have the script and yeah, everything I, I ready. Said I said that. It, I mean, so, it's just mind-blowing. AI technology, AI as technology's most important priority in healthcare is, 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 is its most urgent application, Nadella said. Microsoft has also, also has its own digital voice assistant, Cortana, which it has been limited compared to similar-oriented ones from Amazon, Google, and Apple. Nuance, so they could make Cortana, if they put this behind Cortana, this engine, Cortana could right, be, be either on par or leapfrog the others um so this isn't maybe just a one one track play here and it says nuance has sought to refine its voice recognition technology beyond consumer use to better understand the complexities of medical jargon uh, aside from healthcare, they do voice related ai technology and other products including security features that can recognize and authenticate individual voices so they can unlock an online account hmm. They also sell automated call center and customer service chat bot services to retailers, telecommunication <laughs> firms, and other sectors. Funny thing is, when I was doing the Carvana stuff, uh, chatting back and forth, when they would ask me for d- documents, it was a chat bot. Huh. Could have been, I probably could have, I easily could have been confused for a human by most people. Wow. Um, <laughs> Scott Guthrie, who leads Microsoft Cloud and AI division, said Monday that nuances. Medical industry expertise could eventually expand to other uses, such as interpreting conversations between financial advisors and their clients. There needs to be interpretation between a financial advisor. So this is their second largest deal following their $26 billion acquisition of LinkedIn in 2016. Forgot wow. they bought LinkedIn. And last September, they bought video game makers in Max or some. Never, never heard of them. I forget what they make. Uh, I have to go back and look it up, but... Hmm. Um, this push by Microsoft um, to industry-specific AI or technology that's tailored to spe- special needs of healthcare industry and other sectors, it, AI and artificial intelligence, machine learning, Azure, they have the cloud to power it. So, yeah. So it gives them a new set of customers and... Um, it gets them in the door for this huge market, which is the healthcare industry, which they were kind of in before, but not like this, right? Yeah. So, so, so if we go back to the uh, last episode, when the what was it, the Microsoft, the team, the, te- the, what, what was that? What was that called? Where they used the AI or oh, the, the the presence? Yes. Microsoft? The presence. So I wonder the, the AR. I wonder if you could do the telehealth. Oh, and, dude, and it's I mean, all going to get combined. Right, it's all going to get combined. And, and that that would I mean like oh I got this bump on my arm I don't want to go to yeah. the doctor you can just dial it yep. up view it do a do a digital three D scan right. from your headset right your, your Hololens glasses so this is this is what I this is Ready my layer like, one. <laughs> Which I need to read that. I was I wanted to read the the. I got the second book for Taylor for Christmas, and she. I need to steal it from her so I can read it. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. You did I, I've listened to, okay. I listened to it three times already. Well, I want to read it before I listen to it. But so this is my like one little like 
conspiracy theory-ish slant to this. What? This last, listen. So it says it's, it's the, the, the deal is expected to close this year, um, but they need approvals from regulators and the shareholders, of course. Uh, Nuance has about 7,100 employees as of September of last year, of 2020, more than half of whom were outside of the U.S., including crews that help transcribe and edit recorded speech that the AI technology might not fully understand. So how, what's that percentage? Mm. What percentage does the AI technology not understand? And humans, i.e. cheap labor overseas, are listening and typing in. Like, I want to know what that percentage is. Yeah. I mean, like, is 95% of it AI is picking it up, and then that other 5%, someone is manually having to listen to that recording and type it in? Or is it 1585? Is it 7525? Yeah. Because that's a big, that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. Like, if they, could they be faking how good their technology is because they have all this cheap labor over in some third world country? Mm. Typing and transcribing all this stuff. Ruh row. And now we said you can't lie to now the listen, media. I suspect Microsoft would have do is doing their due diligence right. and they would know, but but right. you mm. never know, right? Yeah. So that's my little twist on that. That is a titty twist. <laughs> hmm. That's it for the article. That's, that's good bourbon tonight. Yeah, it was a good bourbon. We good, um, good. We good for two weeks. Anything yeah. coming up? Do you know? I, I see no reason why we can't. Yeah. You got a birthday party tomorrow? Yep. Birthday party? Whose birthday Mr. is Arlo? it? Mr. Arlo. Mr. Arlo. Well, it's it's his it's his pre party, and then Friday we're having his real party. What? What? So friends and family tomorrow. Okay. And then next Friday. Next Friday is actually his real birthday. Right. What? And we're we're going to the we actually rented a oh, movie the, theater. I didn't get an invite. Yeah, I didn't either because it's super small. Uh, so I don't what, need to go. Oh, wow, what are you like eight people? Talk talk to Elizabeth. How many people wow. get to go? Uh, it's during the day. Oh, never oh, mind then. Yeah. You know, you know, so it's just, us, just us working people like can't can't go. And they're what, okay. I mean, that's cool. how many people they allow come in? Twenty. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you can Arlo go. knows twenty people. I don't think so. Do they get to pick the movie? Yeah. What was it? Uh, I think we're doing Abominable. So this not, not new movies then. Uh, you you have to pay more for the newer movies. So it's all making sense. So now. so here's here's what me and Elizabeth talked about this. Adult Night. I just thought they used to see adult movies. First. No. <laughs> uh, Monty Python. They have Ferris Bueller's oh. Day Off. Ooh. There's a whole list of crazy movies that would be awesome, just for you. You only that, get to do one movie. Yeah, you can only do one movie, but what but wouldn't theater? that be? Uh, that's the whole theater to ourselves. Every every theater out there offers this. Really? Yeah. Oh. Dang. Yeah. So I think we're going to the rave, the or whatever Chester. whatever it's called now. What? It's in, rave. Is rave it still rave or something? I don't know. I think yeah. it is. But anyways. Oh, uh, yes. So mm-hmm. we're we're going. So there. it's probably their smaller theaters, and they're renting those out. Yeah, so it's. It I wonder was, why they only limited to twenty then? Because you could fit one hundred fifty people. I know, in that but thing. it was a hundred bucks. That's it. I mean, that's cool. That that is cool. I mean, if you go to a regular movie, you're spending forty dollars for two people. <laughs> I mean, we spent eighty a, for four. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I get it. So, well, they're probably also betting on you buying. 
right snacks popcorn and, and whatnot yeah. but but a hundred bucks just for the admission but, for 20 but, people is yeah that's but the cool. list of movies that were four, on there four, was just like four dollars a piece five dollars five dollars a piece and plus they have to pay to actually be able to show that movie yeah true. so how much are, are you actually paying just to just I mean, and to have the whole theater to yourself. Yeah, they probably don't have to pay as much for the older movies, though. I bet. But that's cool. But yeah, it should be fun. So we're good for two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Alright, alright, alright. It's been a year. I know. Like, we did, I don't feel like we said anything in the last podcast. When was our first? March 26th or 27th yeah. was our first one. Yep. yep. It has. Episode number three. A year of this. It, it doesn't seem like that. In no. some ways it does. In other ways it doesn't. Right. No. Well, as you get older, time becomes irrelevant. Oh, God. It's crazy. I don't know if it becomes irrelevant, irrelevant <laughs> but it becomes more valuable. It's amazing how fast. But you blink, and it's already... I mean, look. I mean, I was on vacation this week, and I don't know where... I don't know what I did. <laughs> I don't know where it went. You clean cars. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's changed you, insurance. Yeah, you... you Adulting sucks. <laughs> uh, can I go back, please, to nap times? Well, just like your wife shared that picture of Arlo today I know. from a memory. And he was yeah. just so That was, what, little. three years ago? Yeah. 20, was, was it 2017 so or 18? Yeah. He was so little. I mean, just tiny, tiny Dude, little. I have a 25 and a 22-year-old. I, I, <laughs> Talking about blinking, you don't I, blink. I know, but I, but I already feel, I feel like we just brought him home from the hospital and he's turning five <sighs> next Friday. Joey's talking about... Wedding plans for 2023. 2023? It's like Good at least grief. It's two years away. Yeah. Uh, He's trying to make sure there's going to be no mask in a wedding photo. Well, <laughs> July, <laughs> July, hopefully. He wants an industrial, like, environment, like a theme, uh, not not theme, but industrial. Uh, like a steampunk? He just wants like a. I guess there's places down downtown Cincinnati that they they rent out that, uh, but they're booked out for quite a long time. I mean, probably because they weren't doing any weddings for a while. But um, wow, industrial. I guess I guess you call it theme. I guess I don't know. I was like, eh, we'll figure something out. Yeah, we'll put some steel beams, fake steel beams up in Darren's bar or something. Yeah, we we can. Uh, I'll get I'll get. Uh, yep, happy. Been a hell of a year. That is that is <laughs> that is true, but. I'll get some uh, September 9th. Oh, so weather should be good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we could do it at the barn. No, nah, they they he he wants <laughs> nah. to have uh, I'll, I'll get I'll get ordained. Yeah, I don't yeah, they probably don't care about that part. <laughs> Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks, guys. Bye. We, we love you. Thank you for watching. We yes. appreciate you. Please, Every episode. Uh, please like, subscribe, comment, share God, to your friends. Please, yeah, please give us share. ideas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> April said no barn. It, it wasn't what, that was it bad. That, it was hot that day, though. It was yes, hot. It was it very was. hot. And we had uh, heat fuel fumes. Yeah. Because we spilled the, the heat yeah. fuel out of the yeah, furnace when we were moving it. You ever tell Matt about that? I don't remember smelling that. We'll tell you about that. Yeah, we'll tell you. It was it was just in like one 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 area. Okay, we did a pretty good job of cleaning and and defuming, and then we had the fans. But all right, we appreciate the support. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for watching this after the fact. If you're watching a highlight, we greatly appreciate it. Please follow us, dwbshow.com for all the links. We'll see you in two weeks.
Bye, everyone.